Hi, I'm Madison. And I am Michael. And this is The, the Family, Family Size Podcast. Podcast. This is also Season, season three. 3. Episode 1, buddy. Season 3, we wouldn't be here without you, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Or we might. We're recording in July. <laughs> and so I think it's been what? It's been about a month and a month or a month and a half since the last time we... I meant since we started. I think it's been like maybe 10 months on Oh, yeah. it's We started... We first posted on September 22nd. Mm. So... We're, we're a little under two months away. From from the beginning. In the beginning. Have you seen that? Where you, the guy has trouble saying the word beginning? Uh-uh. It's funny. Except it's kind of sad because English was clearly his second language. Right. But I think he was like... He was like a priest or something. I think he was trying to like read the book of Genesis. And he just kept saying, in the book, in the book. Sorry, that was rude. Yeah. Well, Michael, remember, project your voice into the microphone. Sorry. Do I have trouble doing that? I do, though, because there is um one of our first performances, or maybe somewhere in the middle, because like I remembered to project and then I didn't. Weird. So like... If we did Susical four times, I think the second or third time, the tape, which obviously had to end up being the one that got put on the CD, right? Or the DVD. Is when I come out in my fucking Grinch costume, and I go, Where even a Grinch wouldn't dare to be totally mean. Ooh. In this big-ass high school auditorium. You do not hear it at all. From where the camera is and shit. Which is back there, which means like people's ears probably here in the fucking back of the auditorium. <clears throat> no matter how loud I thought I was being. Y'all didn't have mics? No. And there's a difference between being loud and projecting, obviously. So, yeah, it was so funny because well, you Well, sometimes just, you, know. you just talk, you talk more like this and you just talk at the back of it. Like, instead of pushing it out of your mouth. I got some vocal fry problems. And when I notice it happening, it gets on my fucking nerves. Because I'm like, Stop. Stop doing the... Uh, so, I'll forgive you because we haven't been doing this in a while, but I just wanted to remind you that we want to push that out. Also, guys, the last few episodes of the podcast um, in season two, the audio gets pretty quiet, um, and I wanted to kind of uh, talk about that just because we didn't do anything different, but um, the app that we were using to record transferred over into a different for I don't know how to describe that was given (laughs) to another brand it was called anchor and then it got given to Spotify Spotify is infamous uh, at least in music like people that don't have like big production music can sometimes have a hard time uh, transferring their music onto Spotify through third-party services um, because Spotify will, like, make their audio a lot quieter than it originally was. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if that has something to do with it. And in this case, unlike when I upload music, I don't have the option of going through a third party where you can press a button or pay a little bit more money and make your volume come out the way that you intended it to. So if you guys hear a volume issue where you're having to like turn your volume all the way up or crank your volume in the car all the way up, whatever it is, 
we haven't done anything different, but we plan on doing something different. We plan on getting um, a legitimate uh, room microphone and really trying to give you guys the best audio quality we can here in the very near future. So now that we've discussed all that, are you ready to get into season three, episode one? Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it, baby. Two siblings that like to make each other laugh. Cracking fart jokes and reminiscing on the past. I'm Michael and she's Madison. Hi. We're not family friendly, but we're family size. I think I fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> So I, uh, we figured since we've been gone, uh, I can breathe for the first time. We got to. Yeah. Um, we'd give you some life updates. We'd give each other some life updates. We haven't seen each other in a while. Was she on DDR or am I just like remembering that wrong? On uh, Dance Dance Revolution? Probably. I think Behind These Hazel Eyes or maybe since maybe both of them were on DDR. Man, behind These Hazel Eyes. Man, I haven't thought about that song in a while. DDR introduced me to Cindy Lauper. Yeah? And sometimes I think they would like play the music video while you were doing the steps. And so that was Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Which again, points to the fact that I've sort of been non-binary and non-conforming my whole life and never even thought about it other than in passing. But like, is that weird? Because I don't think other boys would just like openly say that they... Oh. Yeah, they enjoy singing along to girls just want to have fun, but I do. I don't know that that's and I weird. when I was I was eight, and that would be like my favorite song to pick on DDR. I liked it. I liked the words. I liked the music. It's video. just, I mean, yeah. it, the thing to me though is that it's just as weird as, like, if we're calling it weird as like a girl liking like male rap music, which yeah. is not considered weird at all. No, right? it's not weird at all. So I don't think it's a strange thing. Um, I don't think it's strange. That's why I was thinking that other people do. That's, well, that's yeah. why I was saying. I was like, well, I think I guess it's close to me being yeah. outside of that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah true. Um, like when I wanted to wear cargo pants because of Kim Possible and didn't think twice, wait, she's a girl. Didn't fucking matter. Cargo pants look Cargo cool. pants are for everybody. Also Jeff Hardy cargo pants, though. So I don't really like cargo pants all that much. No? No, I did when I was younger. Um... When it was like in to like cargo pants, mm. but then at some point it was not in anymore. And when Juggalo started wearing like quadruple XL cargo pants, that was not my shit. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, I know. The Dickies, <laughs> like not even Dickies. Swallow some your other ankle. Kind of like they have a specific name, and somebody out there probably knows what they were, and they had like the the like lime green stitching on them. Mm-hmm. Shit was wild, and they were like, "Yeah, they were enormous. They were ridiculous." And oversized black hoodies, red shoes, usually. Yep. yep, yep. Um, red shoes. I don't know why red shoes. They were wearing red shoes. Like, oh, I got Converse, but guess what? They're red. Oh, okay, I get what you're saying. Back when, like, getting a, a established shoe. But a different color was like such a thing. That's all I ever did. Do you remember that though? It was like with Converse, yeah. I never went after. And you were a low tops girl. Well, I was originally a high tops girl, but high tops were either covered by my pants mm-hmm. or when they weren't, they just don't look right on me. They like make my legs look stubbier because I have like fat legs and like thick like calves and shit. Yeah. So. I ended up going after 
Converse low tops, but I have never owned a pair of black Converse in my life. Yeah. Like, I just, I mean, there's been a couple occasions where I went, shit, I wish I had a pair of black ones right now. Mm-hmm. But I've only ever owned, I've owned, like, plaid ones. I've owned, mold, like, the ones that have the two different layers to them. And it's, like, lime green and uh, light pink back when those colors were so big, like, in 06, 07. Um, those were high tops. I have a pair of high tops right now that are customized that I got from an old friend of mine that have, like, my nickname on them, and they're brown and orange. Um, I've had navy blue for school. I have a pair of, like, lighter brown color ones right now and a pair of white ones right now. I got a poofy pair of Converse that you gave me. Mm-hmm. Were they specifically for me, or did I inherit them from you? Because it's been so many years, I can't remember now. No, I would have given them to you. That's what I thought. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. Because I, I never owned a pair of, of poofy ones before. I don't They're think. not like the Austin Powers blowing shit on his face poofy but it was like uh like big like uh like if like if converse made tims but they were only like two almost said two fourths two thirds the size yeah no i think i probably just bought those for you i think i remember these yeah brown white black and like a little bit of like red like on the tag or something like that yeah 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 yeah. i bought those for you okay I never wore anything like that. I only wear them with certain... Like, I have so much respect for them just because, like, the coolest pair of shoes I have. I barely ever wear them because usually I either wear flip-flops or I have, like, this off-brand, like, from Goodfellow, not from Vans, but they, they look like Vans. I'll just slip them on my feet. Yeah. But, like, if I'm, like, dressing up, like, oh, I'm going to put my black jeans on, I'm going to put this shirt on and do this today, those shoes are the ones that go on my feet. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I don't know how we got to the shoe conversation. Where did we start? I was going to give some life updates. And then we started talking about Juggalo pants. Well, you started, you started like, I would say something and then you would have to... St- I would riff off of it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what you do sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's and what like, I do all the time. Let me just I just t- did it right let now. Let me tell the audience. Uh, Michael said, how about you go first since your uh, life update is going to be shorter. And then he immediately made it longer. I'm helping. <laughs> all right go ahead i'm sorry i don't really have too much of a life update okay um i've been chilling i've had a few gigs uh they were good gigs in pensacola Ooh. um haven't been playing with dad because dad fell off his bike no not a motorcycle a bicycle it's i'm glad he doesn't have a motorcycle yeah he's not that kind of guy but a lot of people when i've said that have been like his motorcycle and i'm like no he he how is that the first thing someone thinks about when you say bike i don't know but he fell fell off his bike and he broke his hand he broke his hand his pinky bone hand part whatever and then he sprained his ankle um and scuffed himself up pretty good so He's been out of commission on drumming, and of course you need kind of need a drummer in a full band. So I've mm-hmm. been out. I have not been doing that gig, but I've had luckily a couple gigs with my original band recently, and in that have gotten a few songwriter gigs. Fuck yeah. So I've got a songwriter's gig this weekend um, across the bay, and then I've got one on September 1st. Oh, that's the coffee maker. Sorry, guys. Um, in Pensacola. Hell yeah. So, having a good time. Um, having a good time. Having, having a, a good, good time. time. Yeah. 
Um, so that's that's kind of where we're at musically. Um, I found out today I had to do some investigative work today, like mom does. Investigative. Work. Yeah. So. At your job? Yeah. So about a month ago, I sent in some product to be exchanged. Um, you're talking about drugs. Right like now. a like a piece of equipment, but it was it was like thirteen pieces of equipment that are all the same thing, mm-hmm. and I was sending them in to be exchanged. Okay. And you send them to the company that they're made by, obviously, and you get them exchanged and. So within like a week, a week and a half, you should have your new product. Yes. Um, free of charge because you exchanged them for the old ones. Okay. But I didn't ever receive the package of the new ones. But other packages were coming in and it's been busy, so I didn't really notice. And then, um, so today I was like, I need this thing. This is some. These are things that we go through monthly you know I need these and so I tell my boss hey I haven't gotten these in yet do we need to put like a an order form in to get these I thought they just exchanged them immediately upon arrival like what's going on and she's like call the company so before I call the company I decide to go through UPS and see if the package has even arrived where it needed to arrive yeah. And there's a like summarized uh tracking list and then there's like a full-fledged tracking list. The summarized tracking list says that it's got three updates. It's like leaving mobile, showing up here, and then it says damaged. That's and there's nothing after that. Nothing. They just said It just it, says damaged. It's fucked. Bye. And then I'm like, okay, what the fuck? So when I go to do a claim for it, it says view claim, meaning that somebody else put a claim in for it, meaning UPS put a claim in for it. Yeah. To call it damage to begin with. Or to, I don't know, to like end it before I could even notice because this all happened on June 12th. Yeah, or fix it before you could ask for a refund. Right. So I'm seeing this view claim, and it, and so then I get a little more detail about uh, this is, it's been resolved as damaged, and the shipper will be notified. I'm the shipper. So I'm looking through my email. I'm looking at my phone records. There's nothing. I have nothing that is from UPS at all. So I'm like, okay, I never got notified about this. This was over a month ago. Just like a month and a half ago now. And so then I'm like, okay, let me look at this detailed list of what, where it ended up. Mm-hmm. So I look at the detailed list and it's like really odd to me because I was thinking, okay, maybe it still got to uh, Cleveland where it needed to go, but because it was damaged they didn't send anything back right so the last two updates are so weird (laughs) so it says june 12th at like nine o'clock in the morning okay 
it says uncontrollable uh, events have occurred. Your package is delayed. Is that, what does that even mean? And then at at eight o'clock that same eve that same night. Yeah. It says merchandise not recoverable discarded. What? So I'm like, that's really weird the way that happened all in a day. Like, what the fuck's going on? So I'm looking at, okay, where the fuck did this package end up at? Because I've never seen that before. Un- not recoverable? Discarded? And, I'm, and, and just the first thought is, this can't only be what I put... What my package was shouldn't have been easily broken. That's all I'm going to say. It metal pieces everything was metal steel you know it wasn't it shouldn't have just been uh not not uh, unrecoverable if it was only my package right unless it got like shot up with a fucking glock or something it's crazy or if it just like fell out of the back of the truck and never found right unrecoverable in the sense that it was lost but this says damage not lost Mm. so I look up where it ended up, and it ended up in a place called, oh, I can't even remember now. It was something Berg, um, Ohio. And so I'm like, okay, weird. So I just get on Google, like my mother would do. And I put this place, this city, Ohio, UPS. Okay. And I have to scroll down the first page about three quarters of the way because the first three quarters of the page is just like, here are the UPS locations in this area of Ohio and here's how you get to them. And then three quarters of the way down, it says, a fire broke out at a UPS customer center. Oh my God. On June 11th. And they just didn't tell you? I mean, June, I guess first no, I should ask on for June people, 11th, is everybody okay? But, no one was there. Okay. So June 11th, this fire breaks out. So I'm assuming at night. No one's there. June 12th in the morning, uh, I get the notification that says uncontrollable events have occurred. Your, your package is delayed. Mm-hmm. And then June 12th at night, I'm told that it was discarded. Right? Meaning, they got in there to check to see what packages were were salvageable. Mm-hmm. Mine was not. Damn. But I was never contacted about this. Okay. So then I have to put in a claim, my own claim, and I have to say that it's lost, not damaged, because the only way I should know that it's damaged is if I received the package. Yeah. Because they want pictures of the damaged goods. Even though they know... They know what they did. Uh, they know where there's a lack of communication within the department. Because sometimes you go and you'll you'll try to skip past the first steps that the person you got reconnected to is going to step through. You're like, oh, we already talked about this. This I know this happened. I want to try to do right, that. Right, exactly. And then they'll come back and be like, well, it looks like this happened. It's like, I fucking know that. Right. I know This is that. where we're at now. Yes. Right. So I, I had to, because when I put damaged, it said, and then it said, do you have pictures? It's like, no. It's like, you have to have pictures. Eh. Start again. So, okay. 
so it's lost. So then I'm typing it in, and I guess it registers after a second because it always asks for the tracking number. So after a second, it registers what tracking number mine is, and it goes, you're actually going to have to go to this this link. Like, it's like, ooh, somebody else from the fire fucking started to claim. So it's like the claim portal. They had to so, go on GoDaddy and make a fucking... <laughs> yeah. So, so I, go and I go to this claim portal, and I start putting it in, and I, I learn from my mistake, and I put lost. And then it, it says, if you have any pictures, please show us. Of course... What should I do? Like, send a picture of me with my hands empty? It's not here. Send a screenshot of them <laughs> saying there was a fire. Yeah, well, yeah. so I, I took a screenshot of the, uh, the item, what, what, would, what would you call that? The tracking information that says damaged. Okay. And then I took a, because I, I took a screenshot of an order list for, that has this product on it with the price for proof of value. Mm. Because... This package was worth nearly eight hundred dollars. Damn. In just unrecoverable product, right? So I'm waiting on that now. I emailed my bosses. I went ahead and just went ahead and bought new stuff from the same company instead of getting the exchange because the exchange is no more because it never ended up there because it got thrown away. Yeah. So there's no way of getting new ones unless I buy them myself. So not myself, but with the company card. So I go ahead and do that, CC my boss and that, and then email all three of my bosses to say, this is what's going on, this is what I've done so far, made sure that the company couldn't do anything about it before I went ahead and bought another $800 worth of this product, mm -hmm. waiting for the claims to check out the claim and, and give me some kind of money back. That's fucking crazy. So that's what happened today. Um, past that, I wrote a song. Did I say that? Uh, I don't think you said it yet. I wrote, you just said like you've been doing music, but you haven't said uh, that specifically. I wrote a song on piano. Oh, you composed, huh? I composed. Well, I wouldn't say that. I I know some chords on you're piano. You're a composer. You're a fucking executive chef. <laughs> What's next? Imagine if if I was that person though, like if I like made whatever I was doing like the biggest form of that, and when I said something about it, it's like oh I'm a um I'm a famous oh my gosh I'm a what would I a radio what how would I just how would I say that to make it big radio played singer songwriter um distinguished musician uh, from Mobile, an executive chef with a degree, um, and uh, the manager of a large enterprise, like that kind of shit. Yeah. And then people are just like, wow, you do all, just like, no, it's actually, I'm just, I'm a, a local singer songwriter, I'm an artist, and I wrote a song and decided to play a piano instead of playing the guitar. So I did not compose really in in what you would think com composition is as far as like writing each note and I can put my fingers all over the piano and make some music. No, it's just, just chords. But I wrote a song called 29. I suck at chords, bro. And if you want to listen to it, it is on video on my TikTok and on Facebook and Instagram. Um, it's called 29, it's by me, Madison Bolt, and it's about being 
Well, it's not like that. It's more of a sad song or like a it's more somber. of a song. It's more of a, it's more of a song <laughs> than, than what Taylor Swift would yeah. write. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's just about the I I don't know if it's a coming of age type of thing at all, but it it's more of just like you're 29, you're about to hit 30, and I know you're in your 30th year. A lot of times, people like kind of look at that as like a kind of a checkpoint in life where, and before way before you get there, you think I'll be I'll I'll have done all this stuff. But also when you get here and you either haven't or you have, you tend to like look back at your life, right? So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's about looking back on when I had just become a young adult and let out free into the, into the universe to experience the real world for the first time. And then, you know, you think about that and then you think even further back and I thought about childhood and, you know, the freedom of being on a bicycle and just going down the, those kind of things. And then, and then, of course, you inevitably have to end the song with what it'll be like when you're dying or like mm-hmm. when you go to heaven or whatever, you know, whatever. So I didn't use an age then. I just kind of used a lot of uh, ambiguous terms to yeah. kind of people could take what they want from it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there's some Easter egg things in there. Like at some point, uh, if anybody's listening that's heard the song... Let me just give you this Easter egg real quick. Um, there's a part in the song where I say, um, flying in circles and swinging on vines. Um, Michael, what do you think? If I say, um, all at once you're inside it, this life you're provided starts by flying in circles and swinging on vines. Social media? No. Oh, that like Twitter and Vine. No. Vine doesn't exist anymore. No. Then I don't other than that it's just birds and monkeys. I don't I don't know. Okay. I feel like so it's deeper. All than that. all at once you're inside it, this life you're provided. So when you're born. All okay. at once you're here. Okay. It starts by flying in circles and swinging on vines. It's pretty ambiguous, right? It's pretty like broad and it's like what does that mean? Yeah, unless you're just saying like you're wild. Peter Pan. Okay. And Tarzan. Oh, okay. So very personal to me. And I think if, if you know, somebody like Rachel listening is going to be like, wow. You know, because Peter Pan and Tarzan were a big part of a lot of people in my generation's mm-hmm. life. Those were big movies. I think and Peter Pan's like specifically for the purpose of the song that you're writing. And then you talk about That's... like uh, Curious George and stuff like that. And then Peter Pan, yeah, definitely... And then they swung on vines too in Hook, you know. Mm. So it's just one of those things where it's like you can take it however you want to, like little monkeys jumping on a bed type of vibe or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, flying in circles could be the mobile, mobile or whatever above your head. So there's little things like that, but personally that's what it meant to me. So, you t- but but it, it's definitely like I didn't realize... I I know that it's a good song. Dad told me it's lyrically and melodically the best song I've ever written. Hmm. And I have not gotten his true approval on a song in a long fucking time. A long fucking time. Hmm. I've been waiting on that for so long that I... for him to say he loves it without like pointing something out about it that he doesn't like. Well, no, like he would never... Which is fine because he's a musician. Since like, since Pretty Drinks and Big Old Lake... 
Mm. He has not really given me the time of fucking day. I was surprised he liked Pretty Drinks. That's oh, it's his favorite Pay to Pretend song. Oh, I remember. That reminds me of the time that I found out, because you had showed him something, like just a little chorus that I made um, when I was like figuring out how to use my, my software on on that MacBook I had, I had several years ago. And it was like such just almost like a hedonistic type chorus, like... I don't want a relationship, even though I was in a relationship, you know, you yeah. think from other people's point of view. I don't want a relationship, I just want to get high type shit. It was like, what was it? Um, baby says she wants to fall in love. Yeah. I don't believe her, so I call her bluff. And then I call my plug up for the bud. Yeah. Sorry, girl, you're not my kind of drug. And it was like a almost auto-tune type song. And I, I think I sent it to you, just like, hey, I think this sounds kind of cool. You showed it to dad, and he was like, I've he was hyped about like, it. Yeah. That's really cool. It's like, why the fuck does he like this? <laughs> it, it's so weird because, like, yeah, since Big Old Lake and Pretty Drinks, I'm sure that he would say, "Well, I've I have given it the time. I have given your music the time of day," which is yeah. not untrue. He has listened to it, yeah. but nine times out of ten, he seems either disinterested in it, or he wants it to be changed somewhat, or he kind of gives me this passing kind of comment of like there's another one you did it again type of thing but it's never what he did with this song which was he would text me every day and say I listened to it again I cried again you mm. know or how about this part when you said this can I that's so great like you know there there's a difference in the way that dad reacts where I know and of course because I, he's he has been my mentor for so long and I started writing songs with his rules of mm-hmm. how to write songs, which, you know, objectively there are no rules, but there are rules, and it's all different. And that's why I love it so much, but, you know, I really appreciate his opinion on music in general, especially when it comes to what I write. Yeah. So it's been like this battle inside of myself to say stop giving so much of a shit about what he thinks because mm-hmm. there's certain you know because at the end of the day I listen to a lot of the shit that he listens to and so our 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 paths cross mm-hmm. but then my path continues on somewhere else where I've listened to a lot of newer different shit that he would never listen to yeah and that's fine it's not his thing but it gives me a broader horizon on what I think would be cool or what I think is a neat idea or what I think is like, this isn't so weird because other people have done it now and like it's not that crazy to think and things that he he's like, why do you want to do that? And I'm like, like he doesn't like keep me in sight. Okay. And I feel like that's one of my babies. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't like it because I repeat the chorus, I just repeat the same words. That's what, of course. That's a refrain. Refrains but in, instead of instead of having something more to say, but then other times I'm too wordy or I'm too blunt about something. He told me like this one was very like it's a way it's the way I said it without saying it. It's like I feel like I do that a lot, but apparently I don't. I feel like a lot of times maybe I just don't actually describe to him what I'm saying. So he thinks that it's as blunt as it's being said. Oh, okay. But it's not, like, I feel like I use a lot of metaphors or say things a certain way. 
Yeah. To not just say them straight out. And then other times I do say things straight out. But I don't feel like I'm just constantly on a like, this is exactly how it is. Yeah. Unless the song calls for that. But what I'm getting at, because I'm talking forever now. That's fine. Um, is. You had a longer update than you thought. <laughs> it's just that I I really, he like showed it to Steve Carey. Wow. And to David Scherter. Wow. Steve Carey texted me and yeah. said it was a beautiful song. He's known both those guys for like 50 years, by And the way, David August. said, wow, beautiful. Um, he, he wants, he, he's like, we got to get that song recorded tomorrow. Like, mm. he's like super into that song. And awesome. the one that I posted online, I cry at the end because... I mean, it's a super super personal song. It's just like some part at the end just always hits me in the heart. Um, but I've listened to it enough times now that I think I've kind of numbed myself to most of it. Still means a great deal to me. My own songs have never made me cry, but like, I can't. There's songs that I can't sing along to without crying, no matter how hard I try. And then like for some reason, I like picture myself as like the American Idol contestant like starts breaking down and crying at the very end of the song but they get extra points for doing it even though they didn't finish the song they're human it's so beautiful I love seeing that emotion it's like but I fucked up no it was great you're supposed to cry at the end of I'll follow you into the dark by Death Cab for Cutie every time Michael I'll follow you into the dark Um, I'll follow you when it goes up I held it for the whole song and then when he did that to the dark um, River Creek, no matter how, and it's a song I wrote, no matter how many fucking times I sing that song, I've only sang it in front of people, Yeah. like on stage, one time, and it was at a coffee shop, Oh. and I almost cried through the whole fucking thing. Jesus. I was just quiver voice the whole fucking time. Yeah. There's something about, River Creek's the one about grandma and papa, and going back, and you know, when new people lived there, writing a letter and going back over there and, and you know, just talking about my grandparents. It's a lot of songs that it's hard to get into, like, professional mode, especially if you have, there's, like, real fucking feelings attached yeah. to it that you're sharing. It's hardest to go, I just need to focus on, like, keeping my well, voice right and, and fucks me up making the words come out correctly. It's not even my lyrics, like it used to be. But I, I have always sang another person's song at the end. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, it was Our House yep. by Crosby, Seals, and Nash. Yep. Because uh, it's the same chord um, progression. step progression. Yep. Um, but it's also the same chord progression as uh, Landslide. So at the very end, I say something like... Um, Many t- many days I wish I could go back in time so I could turn around and still see you, which already makes me want to kill myself crying. <laughs> but then I go, you will I've been afraid of. I'm about to start crying now because of it. Changing because I build my life around you. She and this part, song, this part. Bro. But time makes you bolder, even children get older. That whole part, Mm -hmm. kill me. I'm getting older too. Kill me. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, that song is, I I always play with the idea of doing it at a songwriter's gig. Mm -hmm. 
but I know I'm I'm here not even playing it right now, <laughs> and I'm tearing up about it. So I think uh, it reflects the way that she says that. For me, the way I take it is like it's reflecting on the fact that you would hear that as a kid, and now like she's reflecting on like the kid inside of her or whatever is also recognizing oh it's happening to me now yeah yep uh-huh exactly that one gets because the too. chorus of the chorus of river creek is uh and i'm not great but i have learned to cope with this yeah though it's a hit or miss depending on the day <laughs> and growing up is difficult and i am pissed because no matter what you do you cannot stay yeah. Which means no matter what, you're going to die one day. You know, you can't yeah. keep, and you can't, and other people are too, you can't keep them. And, and that was the only, you know, I've never really put like this juxtaposition or whatever you want to call it, this, uh, the whole song is this, this sweet sadness mm-hmm. and memory. And then the chorus has this like, this word of steel, just like pissed. <laughs> like it's just so vulnerable in that moment to be like growing up is difficult and I am pissed mm-hmm. it's like where did that word come from but anyway that's me talking about songs that I've written um, I'm sure everybody I've, knows it sucks to grow that's, up that's, that was the um, that was the, the inspiration for that and even dad knew it when See? he first heard it was we got that, the bolt brain, man. Yeah, that was the inspiration for Ben that Folds, word. baby. I can't listen to the songs you wrote for his kids without crying. I, well, I, I so there's songs I can listen to without crying, but if I try to sing along, I fuck it up. I start crying. Like Gracie, have you listened to Gracie by Ben? Yeah, Folds? I have. Oh. But I think I think. Um, and then the one I was just saying, still fighting it, is probably, in my opinion, one of his best songs. That one in Lucky, the luckiest. I mean, the last two lines of the fucking chorus are enough to shoot you to the heart, especially with the way we grew up, and especially as we've grown up, what we've noticed, the traits that we got from Dad, it's like, and I might pass that on to a fucking kid. And every time I listen to it, I think about how you told me that Dad, or at least you got the feeling that Dad was kind of gifting you that song if he didn't actually say it. Mm Mm-hmm. That, like, this is his song for you. Like, he thinks about you whenever he listens to it. Well, I don't remember any specific memories of it being played when everyone was in the car together, although we all know the song. But I specifically attach it to... I remember, like, I got kicked off the bus at some point in middle school, and so Dad was bringing me to school every day. And something about my behavior was just, like, he put his fucking antennas up and so he started talking to me about like addiction addiction alcoholism and not just that but like behaviors that, that you know are associated with not right. even if you don't we're start children yeah. so when we're children it's like those things don't didn't really necessarily like uh make sense to say to us as far as it went with addiction but there were certain habits that we would have or certain obsessive compulsive tendencies that we might have or you know um yeah like those those sort of things mine was with food um where he kind of like you said put his antennas up to realize that we had the potential to one day um have pretty 
awful issues with addiction in some in some way and even me, if it yeah. was just a mental a, a mental issue with the thing instead of just the fact that our body is dependent on alcohol and people with ADHD like very high risk for stuff like that like um especially the high because there's there's hyperactive I think and there's inattentive and I'm hyperactive and it's that it's that hyperfixation thing oh I did this it felt good and I want to keep doing it right so remember when I was watching wrestling as a kid and that was all I wanted to do or I was playing this video right. game that's all I want to fucking do it was I when I was in a relationship as a kid with a girl it was like oh I have a girlfriend now and that was all I wanted to do is be right. her fucking boyfriend and not do anything else not have any other fucking friends and it's just so easy to go head over heels for whatever, whatever interest you have and in some ways him doing that and teaching us like that helped in other ways I get imposter syndrome with fucking every field I ever have thought about stepping into anytime I've had a lot of interest and it's hard to pick which one I want to go forward with because unfortunately you can't just have fucking hobbies like if you're good at something yeah pick one of the things to fucking monetize or you're gonna go or you're gonna fucking start it sucks that we live like that and we can't just have fun with our lives but yeah um but it's like, oh, what if I'm not really this? What if it's just my hyperfixation? And what if I'm just, like, obsessing over something? And it, it always... And that's how I am with love. Yeah. And it's like, thanks. So, like, in some ways, thank you, Dad. In other ways, like, well, I still ended up addicted to marijuana. And also now I don't really feel like I'm actually doing the thing that I'm ever doing. <laughs> <laughs> that's... And then I'm the same way, you know? Um, but he but tried. I don't... I think he did. I, I think like, he did good but, doing that. I think, and I think mom, and whatever she taught us, kind of helps with that as well. But there are things that kind of battle them with themselves inside of our heads. Yeah. Um, we have our own conflicts in those ways because of the same things. That you know, if we went to mom and dad now and we said, "This is why I feel this way," they'd be like, "I never said that to you," or they'd be like, "That's <laughs> not what I meant for you to." take from that and so some of it might just have to do with communicating back but we've also created our own worlds inside of our minds now to where we still have to unweave that web ourselves um or go to therapy or, or go to therapy or talk about it on medicine, a fucking podcast whatever you fucking do but yeah no specifically it's still fighting a thing like i specifically like attach that to just that memory of i got kicked off the bus and something my behavior was just like throwing up these red flags for dad so he started having these conversations with me um and i remember like the smell of his coffee he would tell me about aa meetings he uh Ooh. are you gonna cry <sighs> yeah don't cry <laughs> it mm. i cry all the time on here so it's not that big a deal i know it's just i don't mind crying but for some reason Sometimes it makes it hard for me to talk and it gets annoying. Yeah. I'm just annoyed by the fact that like I don't care. People can see I, I have emotions. I'm a fucking human. But I just like and he would tell me the stories about like the meetings and what you know things he did when he was drinking and stuff like that. And how he regretted never getting sober before his dad died. Uh huh. Yeah. Is that I don't, what, yeah. I don't have to regret that though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he said that he crashed his car one time and just walked home. And, you know, you had to tell me that story. Mm-hmm. He's, he keeps that one, I think, pretty close to his chest. Yeah. He told he does. You want to know how I know? Why? Because 
he was telling me the story, and dad, especially dad, uh, this was 15 years ago at this point, 15, 14, 15 years ago, um, not, he wasn't very in touch with his emotions in the way of, like, knowledgeable about what these feelings sprout mean, from, or why, why he is the way Where they come is. from, why people have certain looks on their face or are acting a certain way. Like, he's get very defensive. Because it's got, not that he, yeah. he wasn't like Mr. Macho Man that never cried. I think that there was just, especially... He was born in 1954. Yeah. And he had a hard time being vulnerable in front of people. So, mm, especially, well, especially... I would say that he had more of an issue understanding why... Uh, understanding that things can be can come from trauma from past events mm-hmm. and way people the way people are um may sprout from you know old things or like the way he is for instance like maybe you react this way because of the way that your parents were with you those sort of things cuz he wasn't he wasn't necessarily uh oblivious to why people cry or why people get upset Oh no, what I was trying to what I was trying to point to was just like this is something that I remember pretty like distinctly in the way that like he seemed to have like a lack of understanding, but it was also just like defensiveness in that moment because he was in yeah. such a vulnerable spot, which is where I'm going with you saying he keeps that story closed because he told me a story about how he crashed his car and I think it was like a car he got from his dad or it was like whatever. You know, they probably had like two cars to the yeah. family and he drove one of them. And, and he, he was in nursing school. Yeah, he crashed it and he, still, he was still living with his parents at the time. And he was like in his late 20s, early 30s. Yeah, and he um, he had to walk home. And he had fucked and his then, leg up. And I don't, I don't remember that, but I just know that then he says the only thing that like the big detail that he holds on to because he, he didn't tell me like the full story of, like what got hurt or anything he just says like he crashed his car and it happened when he crashed his car he crashed it on the road that was part of his dad's route to work yeah so he, he went home his dad was gonna see yeah he went home day. passed out in bed and so you know he reflects on the fact that you know when his dad went driving to go to work the next morning you know, he had to see that, and, you know, the disappointment, also hoping that your son's okay, not knowing why the car is there, because he didn't tell you about it, and then it was, like, right after that story, and I remember what road we were fucking on, um, when he told me, like, we were approaching a light, like, I remember where we were, and he, he said the thing about how, like, he, he was still, you know, drinking when his dad passed, so I can't remember if I asked him that, or if, like, he said that, and... I was looking out the window and like trying to not fucking sob about it. And for some reason, again, because I think he was just in a very vulnerable spot, he interpreted that as me like looking away from him because I could, I was like judging him or something. So he like, he got like mad. He's like, You're gonna sit there and judge me? And I was like, No, I'm not. Like, I had to like, like, no, I'm fucking crying because it's really fucking sad. Like, goddamn. He had an issue. <laughs> he had a big issue with being defensive when we were younger. And that kind of transferred into us getting older, and you you are you had a different kind of like the the shit into the stick with Dad, especially with his anger. We all experienced it, but I think you experienced it in a much more raw way that you could you could always have said, "Dad's got a fucking problem 
<laughs> where the rest of us kind of uh, internalized it. And then as I got older and I said, well, I don't want to because I don't want to piss off dad. I don't want dad to get pissed off. And mom started saying, you know, dad's not, dad's a lot more patient than he used to be. Uh-huh. And he's going to therapy and he's learning how to handle these situations. So we kind of got a, you know, a new lease on parents. It's really weird. It's like, it's like our our parents are learning their own things now and dad is a lot more patient than he used to be. And I realized in all this that I actually had that fear, even though growing up, I didn't necessarily see dad as like a monster. It's, but dad's going to get upset. Dad's going to get pissed off. I don't want, you know, dad was always a second away from like, you know, if you were in the situation where he busted his ass physically, like actually, and you just happened to be like two feet away from him, somehow he's going to put all the blame on you and legitimately be angry with you about it. And that's how dad used to be. And now... That's why he says recovering alcoholic. Yeah. He had had a problem. Um, And, yeah, the the recovering alcoholic has everything to do with his personality. And that's what he was trying to teach me was, like, it doesn't have to be the, the... the substance it's about the behaviors like you can stop drinking and if you're still an asshole and you still you know alienate people and like don't have a good relationship with your fucking family and you waste your money and you know you just live the same way you did but you don't ingest that substance anymore like whoopty fucking do is kind of what he was like yeah he was trying to teach me that lesson early on because apparently he wasn't such a nice guy it wasn't just that he was drinking he was kind of an ass yeah. So, anyway, that's my life update. Um, and now we'll get into yours. How about that? All right. All right. All right. So we kind of touched on it in our uh, in our Pride episode, the fact that Non-Binary People's Day was also my birthday. But since that episode was dedicated to Pride, we never really like talked about my birthday because. Um, that was basically really towards the end of the uh, season when that happened. Right. Um, but I did have my birthday. I turned 26. Um, it's pretty cool. I'm still technically in my mid-20s. It's the last year of it, I though. feel. I know, but I feel like you've been these ages for so long. It's great. It's really great. Like, when I think about it, because sometimes I think I'm growing too fast, I'm like, nah, because here's the thing. I barely got to be 23. I don't know why, but, like, four months into being 23, I started even thinking in my head, like, well, that's a 24-year-old person. I'm like, I'm fucking not yet. Chill out. So then I had my 24th birthday, and it was like, I got to be 24 for an extra year, basically. It's like a brain thing. Ever. Yeah. I, and and I'll say this real quick. Your 20s. Mm-hmm. Dad has always says he said he romanticizes his 20s. Yeah. Um, it, to me, at least. You know how you have your own conversation with Dad. I have mine, but now that I'm 29, here, let's hark back to this, let me just start talking about my song again and give another Easter egg, no, um, I look back and my 20s have lasted so long. Yeah. I feel like my teenage years did not last, don't feel like they last as long as my 20s have. Even though when you were in them, they felt like fucking forever. Yeah. 
but I think part of it is that once you're in your 20s, even though there's a lot of sh- there can be a lot of struggle, mm-hmm. no matter what position you're in, you know, whether you're it's a mental struggle or it's a financial struggle or school or work, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you're still it's this part of life where you, it, you know where you know you're discovering from ages like. You're, I mean, you're discovering forever, but I guess what I'm saying is it's a whole new world all of a sudden. Yeah. You, you know, and both of me and you, you, you tried it for a little while, but we both didn't end up going to college. And so that part of our existence... That was the definition of trying it for a little while, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. Um we didn't end up going to like real four-year college and so that part of our lives wasn't consumed by more schooling no it was just consumed by fucking schedules working yeah Yeah. working so we had our own you know our own struggles in those ways as well and but you know it's so crazy you know you, you you experience the real world all of a sudden and you learn new things and you meet new people and you you know get fed to the wolves sometimes and that's the stuff i gotta remember whenever i'm like i've done better at reminding myself this sometimes especially because i have like more more of a, a brand now even though i'm on this podcast sharing my personal opinions about shit all the time um like if i'm scrolling tiktok or something and make the mistake of looking at the comment section it's like michael you gotta remember so many of these people are like fucking 14 yeah they have an opinion because they're people does it matter no when they're your age, would they probably have gone through enough that they won't have this same stupid-ass opinion? Yeah, so don't fucking bother with it. Why? Like, I'll just have to... Cl- I'll, I'll have to talk to myself sometimes. Like, like I'll just have to say out loud. Because, you know, you get caught up in shit where, like, five seconds before you saw it, you didn't give a fuck about any of this. None of it means you anything to you. didn't know anything. Yeah, none of it means anything right. to your fucking life. But now you're seeing, oh, other people are talking about they have emotions... And if they feel this way, then I don't. I don't. And I have to feel some kind of way. I gotta feel this way because them feeling this way is indicative of something about their personality, and it seems different than mine. And I don't fucking know. But most of it is fucking kids that just are in public saying things they think when that probably should have never fucking happened. I'm not gonna be a boomer yelling at clouds and say technology, social media. But anyway, um, yeah, I gotta like, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be trying to take a shit. And look at memes on TikTok. And next thing I know, I find myself, like, almost hitting send on a fucking, like, serious reply to someone. And I just had to... I say out loud, do I care? Like, yeah, no. And I close the app and get the fuck off the toilet. Right. (laughs) And go back to doing what I was doing. So back to you turning 26. Yeah, turn 26. Turn 26. Went to the casino for the... What was it? The, is it the it's fifth birthday in a row now? That's the tradition. You know, um, we went when I was uh, 22. And I actually worked on my 22nd birthday. Came home and, like, all I knew was that I didn't think there were any plans for me. Um, I can't... And so... Yeah, that was when you and I, like, we just hang, hung out on the back porch. But, like, you were, like... You were more recently stopped drinking, so, like, you didn't even drink with me, and I'm sitting there drinking, like, fucking, like, moonshine oh, we and went shit. To, we went to the, um, we went to the ABC store. 
Mm-hmm. And got you like was as that your twenty second birthday? Yeah, we as if it was like my twenty first, but it was my twenty second. We got you the Captain Morgan like red. It was like in a circular. It was like the Coca Cola snowballs, but it was like fucking rum or yeah. some shit. It was like a rum fruit. Punch. And then we got you one other thing that I can't remember. I think there was, was like a mason jar called like Old Smoky Moonshine. Yeah. You said you gotta try this fucking uh the fl- the big like plastic bottles of like it was Pinnacle or whatever it's like yeah, the whip and stuff like that. Yeah, that was the yeah, whip. The whip. Um, and so. And I wasn't drinking anymore. Mm-hmm. And like days went by, and like mom and dad never brought up plans or anything after that. And I still had this bottle. I remember I was like playing Fallout Four, just like kind of getting wasted. Like I wasn't using a shot glass. I was just like drinking out of this fucking plastic bottle and it had you know it had like the the plastic thing on the top of it or whatever and i would just like swig it every now and then and by the time mom and dad come home i'm like pretty fucking buzzed and all of a sudden they just go hey why don't you get ready to go to the casino i was like did we fucking talk about this and i forgot or what though they took me up there huge surprise i'm fucking half wasted and you know, we got to drive all the way to, not all the way to Mississippi, it's next door, but anyway, we get there, and, uh, like, we get up to the guy, and he asks for our IDs, and I'm like, what? like, wait, you didn't bring your ID? I'm like, no, what, was I supposed to? I didn't know we were gambling tonight. And I'm like, yeah, that's why we brought you here. So then we just ended up eating at the fucking Hard Rock Buffet, and then going home. <laughs> so I was like, I gotta make up for it next year. So then we went back, you know, when I was, uh, my 23rd birthday and um I went to like one table because I, I wanted to play like poker or something like that because I play up like on Red Dead Redemption 2 or some shit but you know went and I I played blackjack because all the other tables were like full and I was like intimidated by all these dudes and their sunglasses and shit so I just I sat by myself in front of a blackjack dealer I put down $15 on one hand I won ten dollars back and then i immediately cashed out my 25 bucks i was like i don't i don't i'm done with this this is too much yeah and ever since then we we go to the hard rock casino and i spend some time on the slot machines this last time that's what we did we won some money we fucking lost some money as well you went with us it was me you and alexandra we had the birthday at at me and uh, alexandra my house mice i don't know how to fucking say words um so that was fun um, most of my gifts were related to um, helping me create content. I still gotta get you yours. So I got the a financial struggle is ridiculous at the moment. <laughs> it's okay. So I got I got a mic arm. Um, I've been saving up money for my computer, and I just finally got that recently. Um, Alexandra had an old desk that I went and got. We went and got it from her mom's. It hadn't even been built yet, so I put that together. I basically have a fucking, like, entire office space now just for content creation and stuff like that. Just to really, you know, sink my teeth in it. Um, and not have to rely on some shit-ass iPad that doesn't actually know how much storage it has left. Um, to not fuck my entire life up. Um. What's wrong? Sorry. Uh, big fucking life update. For you? Yeah. Well, mom won a nappy. Yeah. And she had to make a 30... Really quick. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. Um, She had to make a 30-second acceptance video. Like, mm. accepting her award. Thanking everyone or whatever. 
and she asked to use a song of mine and in the moment I didn't think anything of it like I didn't I, it didn't go through my head that this was going to be played anywhere or anything I just thought, thought it was like a Facebook thing yeah I thought it was going to be on Facebook or like at least just on the nappies page or something on Facebook mm-hmm. and so I, I sent her a couple songs and I was like maybe use this one and it was keep me in sight and yeah. so she used it and and then we me you mom and dad went to the nappies which you can see on my facebook um and i'll i'll probably put it in this instagram post and uh they played a bunch of these 30 second acceptance videos they're all different kind of videos and but then mom's comes up and in the sanger theater where we've heard so many amazing artists sing my song on mom's video is just playing for upwards of a thousand people yeah you think something like that yeah um which was really cool so really it was about mom but that was she included you yeah that was really cool yeah it was very cool anyway go ahead she was dancing and shit um but yeah that, that was a lot of a lot of my gifts um and i've been been putting them to use i finally got this video that was finished for three weeks but I couldn't upload it due to storage issues uh I had to since nobody was follows my twitch and even if they were they weren't awake at that fucking time which by the way I'm on twitch at maniacal m-a-n-i-a-c-h-a-e-l so just my name but with you know if maniacal is spelled that way and streamed a fucking screen recording of the fucking iMovie project from the iPad to twitch saved that to my YouTube because they like get deleted off Twitch after a while and I deleted it off Twitch immediately anyway save it to my YouTube as a private video and then had to when the laptop came in save it to the laptop and basically re-edit some of it um and it's finally scheduled to come out this week but you did you already posted one video you haven't talked about that Oh, I, I, have I not talked about that on the podcast yet? Well, maybe you uh, have. Maybe not, though. Because um, it came out on June 24th, and again, that was around the time we were doing our Pride episode and stuff you like might that. Have been, you might have been talking about um, what you were planning on doing. Mm. But if you all haven't seen that, um, I'm, I'm assuming you haven't gone and watched that because it hasn't been plugged on here yet. Uh, but Michael on the same channel has about I think it's a 30 minute video it doesn't feel that way it feels like it's about 10 minutes long where he's um playing Minecraft from the get on like normal but he can't cuss because if he cusses then he has to throw out all of his inventory and start over again so that means he has to like he has to get rid of his bed he has to get rid of his furnace his chests everything that he's got on his person all that stuff so um it's really funny he's got a lot of memory in there and it's just it's really good and of course because of that it's fairly uh i would say family friendly compared to this just because he can't cuss in it the memes sometimes have a little bit of something in them but for the most part it's just good stuff so y'all should definitely go watch that it's a really good video yeah now episode two is uncensored because I have Alexandra sitting next to me 
um, and we talk at the same time a lot, so I just wanted to be very clear who was saying what, um, instead of just, like, throwing a beep in the middle of us fucking bickering or some shit. Um, but yeah, y'all have heard my mouth on the podcast. I had to put so much brain power into not letting curse words come out of my mouth that it genuinely... Gen- It genuinely, legitimately made me play Minecraft worse. Like, I forgot things that I usually knew. Um, I was just constantly being like, wait, what is this? What is that? I was falling off of shit. Um, I was running right into monsters. I was getting lost because... I apparently was paying so much attention to not cussing that I was not remembering the directions I was fucking going. So it's fun. Um, Alexander was like the became like a fan favorite from the first video because she uh, she was at work, but she joined the chat and was like trolling me the whole time, right? Trying to get it in my head. And so for the second episode, since people like that, like I had someone in the comments that actually. You know, they were like, your wife taking the piss out of you was my favorite part. And I was like, well, you're going to love part two because she's sitting right next to me on the couch. And right after I sent that, like, responded with that comment, I saw in my notification that person subscribed because they wanted to see it. So yeah. that episode's coming out in a couple days. Finally, I hope everyone loves it. Uh, this this episode is longer now. Um, it's like 50-something minutes. Um, mostly due to the fact that Again, I get fucking lost. <laughs> and uh, she and I, we're not old, but we are a married couple. So we're bickering like an old married couple that's not fucking old. Um, and it's just really funny. Uh, she's cussing me. She's trying to get in my head. But then there's certain moments where like, I'm driving her up the wall right back. And so that that's just really funny um, to read back. Because when I was editing it, sometimes when I'm editing... Um, I don't want to fucking look at it anymore after like the 50th time going through. This video, even though it's like 50 something minutes, and like you said with the first one, it doesn't feel that way, thankfully, um, because I don't know how, what else I would trim out of it at this point. Um, In the last, you know, month or so that I've been working with it, I couldn't tell you how many times I've, you know, watched it all the way through collectively. Um, and that some of the shit still makes me fucking bust out laughing. So oh, yeah. it, it's really good. Um, yeah, so I'm on YouTube. That's where I, uh, usually put stuff. Usually where I stream now. Um, so it's maniacal, just my name, but if maniacal spelled that way, you know, M-A-N-I-A-C-H-A-E-L. Um, I have a second channel where I put all my live streams after I've streamed them. I don't keep the live streams on my main channel. Um. So that would be Maniacal VODs, so V-O-D-S. Um, I might change the name to Maniacal Archive at some point, but I'll let y'all know. So if y'all want to go over and check that out, I almost posted about it on our Instagram page, but I was just like, I, I didn't know how to. I was like, hey, uh, I don't know whether to say it would be a cool birthday present or I, you know, while you guys are waiting for the next season to come out or anything that didn't sound corny. Uh, so I'll just say, hey, I have a YouTube page if y'all are interested in watching me do things such as try to build another portal in Minecraft while not cussing, which obviously means having to go through the trouble of finding diamonds and 
then finding obsidian and all this without using any curse words or I have to start over. Um, you know, playing Surgeon Simulator one-handed with motion controls. I'm having to, like, whack the controller up and down. Playing Black Ops and it's just me versus a team of six bots and the difficulty's all the way up and I just try to see how impossible I can make things on myself. And I go, you know, vacillate between feeling very good because, hey, I did the thing that was very hard and then, like, oh, this is impossible and I fuck, I'm, I'm screaming and yelling and feel like a piece of shit and right. fuck this game. Um, and from what I've seen, people like, people like that shit, you know? Uh, Rage Quit was pretty popular for a while, so there you go. Um, and I'm, speaking of that, I actually, I'm not speaking of Rage Quit, speaking of content creation, I actually have a lot more, like, time and space to do it now, which is, like, a bittersweet thing, but anyway, Alexandra, um, is dipping her toes into travel nursing. Um, She's not dipping her toes, she's in it. She's in it. She did it. She's yep. done it. Yep. She's up north. Up in the north. In Illinois. Um, Indiana. Indiana, that's right. She's in Indiana being <clears throat> a nurse right Midwest. now. Midwest. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? She's like 200 miles from Chicago or something like that. Maybe less. I can't remember. But um, she's she's been doing good so far. Uh, we just have the relationship where it's like she's very independent. But... She is she is at a level of comfort with me that she can let me take care of something. So, like, she knows that I'll wake her up and make sure she gets ready for work. Like, she knows I can pack her lunch for her and stuff like that so she can focus on other things. But it's kind of been a seamless transition since she moved up there. She, what seamless the fuck is wrong transition. with my mouth? I promise a, I'm not it's going. A hard, it's a hard yeah. term to say. Yeah, it's been seamless since she moved up there. Um... She's waking up like two hours before she's got to go to work. And she's telling me, yeah, you know, um, I got all the dishes washed and I got, you know, all my stuff put away and I did this and, she's and I in did an that. Apartment. They've given her an apartment or um, what's she, going on there? She's in a, she's in a house. So like, you know, they, um, there are agencies and like independent landlords and shit that mm-hmm. will like rent out with travel, uh, people in mind so like oh you can come rent this you know apartment or this this house like what she has right now it's not a big one it's you know, just big enough for one person basically um to have while you're here for you know 13 weeks and the travel uh, agency that she's with is paying her on top of what the hospital is paying her um she's getting a meal stipend it's like a grocery stipend basically for more than she would spend on groceries a week and she's getting a uh, a rent stipend too, because so if you have proof that you have another residence um, that you were also paying rent on or making payments on, um, if you have to stay somewhere else to do your traveling, they will cover that uh, for you. So she's really getting paid to go on a trip and do a job that she already knows how to do, but she's getting a lot more money to do it. And we're both seeing how we are, you know, apart. I think that we, obviously we miss each other. Um, but I think that we both have brains that can get overstimulated, even with someone that you fucking love a bunch, obviously. Um, I just think this is a, you know, this is not necessarily a test of y'all's relationship, but just a good, 
moment in y'all's relationship as as often as y'all been so close. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a test to, of us. Yeah, to have this long apart from each other will may even like reignite some some flames that you didn't know were you know out before or things that you know maybe it might bring some perspective to small arguments that y'all have or um whatever in the next 13 weeks 12 weeks whatever it is now to kind of you know bring new perspective for a little while a new new light to y'all's relationship where y'all can kind of you know, y'all take this breath from one another and then you realize kind of, and I know it sounds so like too, way too deep, but you, little things, you know, that you might just gain new perspective on and then, um, be able to come back together and, and just have a new, a new lease on your relationship, even in the smallest ways. I think so. Because I know y'all don't have a bad relationship at all, but just like things that you don't think about that you might think about now or you might think about six weeks in mm-hmm. and you, you go, man, I really appreciate that about that person. And I take, I take advantage of that from them because I'm just so used to it or I'm so used to them being here that now that they're not here, like I see all these things that I could, I could be doing different or, or that I really appreciate them doing for me. And maybe, it, you know, those kind of things. And then in that you become more independent from each other Mm-hmm. So then there's things that you're doing for yourself that you might create a habit out of um and her as well like you talked about the dishes and stuff like that mm-hmm. so that you know when when y'all do come back together now y'all have both created new habits for yourselves independently and that may even cause some better things to happen. Yeah, that's what I was, that's what I was saying. That's kind of what's been going on um seemingly with both of us but you know i i speak from my experience because i'm just with me in person um is the the individual aspect of it um because if i have like a task on a day a thing i gotta do it could be six hours until that thing has to happen and i will still almost not do fucking anything especially if it was something like make sure her sleepy ass gets out of bed and gets ready to you know go downtown and and clock in on time um so it's like those days it's like i'm not leaving the house to go to go do anything especially if it's getting closer to that because what if i run into traffic and i'm fucking late getting home and the phone calls won't you know won't uh wake her up and shit like that that that's not a thing and that's why i say it's bittersweet because it's like i you know i don't say that fully in celebration oh she's gone right but it's really like it opens up you know, my schedule and my brain some more. So like, for example, with this content creation thing, um, you know, I'm, I, I will still have to, you know, I'll set an alarm to call her just to make sure she's up. But then when I pick up my phone to call her, she texted me two hours ago cause she already woke up and I've just been, you know, have, have had my nose in the computer that for that whole time. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've been cleaning up the house and like getting, boxes and shit out of the way that wasn't like getting done when we were in the house together for some reason like it's so funny there are certain things I think just because of how my brain is that I'm better if there is some sort of itemized list that someone has made it could it could be me but little to no supervision you also just like me 
I never thought about this before. That we're alike? You've never lived alone. No, I haven't. I have not. Living alone has done a lot for me yeah. as far as, you know, I have my moments of like being down or depressed or whatever where I don't clean up, but the level of dirty that my apartment gets now mm-hmm. is a hundred times less than it was in a bedroom at mom and dad's or at Jonathan's house or anything like that. Like, yeah. like maybe this will even do something like you said for you, like it's almost like living alone to where, I mean, it's not that long of a span of time, but you know, it gives you like this, you're fully responsible for this house the person you're with is not even in the same state right now. You have this dog to take care of. There are things, like, you have this time to, like, you know, there's nothing else to do. Let me go ahead and clean these boxes up. Let mm-hmm. me get rid of this, you know, the stuff that we left here when we moved in. Let's go ahead and do something with this or whatever it is. Yeah. And I never thought, I just never thought about that before that, that you until now I've never lived alone I've always been with somebody or friends or mom and dad's house mm-hmm. so this this could be your opportunity to kind of uh, feel that and who knows it could also be the reason why you're having some of the thoughts that you're having right now well, I won't get into that but you know what I'm saying I had like a day and a half where things started going to shit just a little bit yeah. Um, just like with messes and stuff. And then once I thought about why that was happening and then addressed it, I'm basically like on, on top on of top it of now. Shit, like right. it was like because what I realized was although for example, let's say the dishes in the kitchen, right? Which usually ends up being the living room because then I go and get dishes out of the living room and now I'm organizing the couch and so now boom, kitchen and living room are clean. Um I usually did my best of that when I was doing it by myself while she was out of the house. Mostly while she was at work and I had all night to do it at my pace, do it in my pattern, um, and just, I'm not under anybody, no one's under me, and then things are clean and I feel better. Um, But the other, there was another aspect of it that I wasn't thinking played as big a role as it did, although it did play a big role, was that I was doing it still for her to come home to and she would also feel better and she would she would you know appreciate that and stuff like that so once I thought about it because again there was a day and a half where it was like yo dishes you got all this stuff in the sink like you you literally just went and got um takeout because you didn't want to wash pots and I sat there and I was like I was on the phone with her talking to her about it and I was like yo I think that part of you coming home to it must have also been a big part of it so I had to kind of rewire my brain real quick because you got to do it quick otherwise your fucking house is going to fall apart and say nah I have to do this for me I'm the only one living here and I don't want to look at this shit so I got to deal with it and she's done the same thing um and I actually told her earlier um she's even more attracted to me attractive to me now like and not that she was ever less, you know what I'm saying? It's just like those moments in a relationship, um, especially when you're married and you've been together for years to where all of a sudden it's like, 
something happens, you're like, whoa, there's 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 more levels to this shit. There's growth. Because we obviously had the have the love and that come you know and ways that we show it is things such as like I said packing her lunches for her and you know um, she puts her clothes in the washing machine when she comes home at you know 8 in the morning after working a 12 hour shift she takes a bath she gets in bed whenever the washing machine's done I switch them over to the dryer because I usually end up staying up a little later things like that where I'm just taking care of shit right um but as soon as she went up there and she's texting me these lists of like, you know, the sink, you know, the sink is clean and I took a shower and, you know, I did this and that and this is done and I cooked my meal and like sends me a picture of this fucking lunch that she's packed for herself and she's drinking water and all these things she got done and now she's, you know, sitting in bed watching Bobby Flay because everything's done, everything's clean around her, stuff like that. And I told her, I was like, for some reason, I feel, like, so much more, even more attracted to you right now. Just, like, that independence of it. Like, you are, like, a boss-ass bitch right now because it was an immediate flip of the switch. You know, you went from having someone do this shit for you to as soon as it was real that, oh, no one else is living with me right now. I got to do this for myself. You said, okay, and just did it. Like, that shit is just really badass to me um even though it's literally just like executive function but you know it's not it doesn't come easy no, to everybody it's not, it's not easy for a lot of people yeah. people do it all the time and their house is a fucking wreck and they're not not discrediting mental illness or unfortunately sometimes parents don't drill that shit into you mm-hmm. and you grow up in a messy house and then you have to kind of unlearn that or you never realize that that's not you know that's not good for your mental state that's not good for you that's it's not healthy physically you know so i'm not discrediting any of those things but uh it's not easy it's yeah. not something that you should just inherently know how to fucking do and it's yeah. not you know some people cling to like cleaning and that's fine more power to you mm-hmm it's been a fucking struggle. Like, as soon as I moved in, a light switch went off. Mm-hmm. But up until I moved in, it's been a fucking struggle. And sometimes even now, it's a struggle. There, You still do it, but it doesn't feel like it gets much easier. Mm-hmm. It gets more habitual. Like, I have, I have wavered from a lot of things. Immediately cleaning my dishes is one of those things. Uh, immediately getting rid of the trash, like a, a an empty cup that's on my my coffee table. Yeah, that's wavered. Um, putting my laundry away as soon as I bring it home, that's wavered. Every morning I make my fucking bed, and I have not stopped doing that. Dude, I I started folding laundry again, cause we weren't doing that. We just had like a clothes pile, like a lot of people do. Um, near the laundry and it was like here's the clean clothes here's the dirty clothes right and we just didn't have the time or the motivation to really go through that whole pile and you know get back to actually using our drawers or our hangers and shit but for some reason me being in the house by myself I'm clearing out spaces I'm fucking folding clothes and putting them away I'm hanging shit um yeah and I think the thing about her you know being so independent again so immediately it makes 
I think the other layer to it is it makes me feel more special to know that like oh yeah this is the girl I met the I can do this by myself I don't you know need nobody to do this shit for me but she is so comfortable around me that she can let that kind of wall down and like feel she can trust someone enough to let them handle it um and that makes me feel really good you hear that alex is trying to get brownie points right now i hope you know (laughs) she's only talking out loud so that you hear this and you're like oh wow my husband the love my life you're so silly (laughs) so i'm just kidding but yeah by the way um there are at least three three four weeks that i won't be in town because it's uh travel assignments usually come in quarters so 13 weeks um and she's gonna be up there for 10 weeks by herself she's gonna come down she's gonna take a little florida trip with the girl side of her family and then she's gonna swing on over to mobile pick me and riley up and take us back up to indiana for the last three weeks of her contract and then the week after that we're gonna take a little trip how um, did she know for sure that 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 rental will let dogs mm-hmm. okay yeah so because i was like i didn't think about the date that she was coming back especially because it kept getting pushed back and my brain still kind of had the original time frame stuck inside of it um so i at first thought oh yeah i'm gonna be i'm gonna be cool if you can if you're gone the whole 13 weeks like you don't have to come do that um it's cool if you can't visit like we'll be fine and then all of a sudden she, she said are you sure because you know that the 15th is gonna pass and I, and I was like yeah I mean you know we've missed events before like I, you know we'll still love each other we'll still be on FaceTime she's like yeah but you know that it's gonna be our 10th right and I was like oh since y'all started dating yeah and then all of a sudden I was just not that okay with it like I was still like trying to be like chill and stuff and she's like yeah me neither and I can see that you're not so that's where we hatched that plan and she'll do 10 weeks alone last three weeks which will include our anniversary we'll be there and then after that um we're gonna take a trip somewhere maybe go over to Chicago you know maybe it's gonna be football season so we might see about getting some tickets um yeah that's pretty cool. I've never been that far. I mean, I've been to, I've been to Hawaii, but that's like a different direction. I'm talking about continental United States. You know, I've never been up north. I think the furthest out continental we've been is like Las Vegas, right? But she's been to New York. She's been to Seattle. She's been to London. She's been to fucking Paris. She's just world fucking traveler. Uh, I hear Paris is actually trash. She she liked it. She said. Oddly enough, she said the best Vietnamese food she had was in Paris, which is terribly ironic because of what France did to Vietnam. But yeah, it was like one of those like pho places that was like near or like under the Eiffel Tower. Because if you didn't know this, which you might, I'm not assuming you don't, audience members, maybe you do. Um, they have like businesses inside the Eiffel Tower. It's not just like a metal structure made of beams, which I thought for the majority of my fucking life. I found out there's a fucking elevator, there's a top floor fucking restaurant. So up in the needle part, people are sitting there eating, looking down on me. There's like kiosks in each of the legs and in the middle. That makes sense. Fucking crazy. Um, so 
yeah, she's she's doing her thing, and I'm doing my thing, trying to make money off of that. Um, and we're gonna do our best to be a power couple. Um, other than that, uh, before we get into our activities today, I saw something in my side of town that's gonna knock your fucking tits off. Go ahead, tell me. So, anyone in Mobile knows, and I still don't really know what the big deal is for or against. I haven't looked that much into it other than it has something to do with the way that public funding is directed. There was a vote out in my neck of Mobile. for the annex? For annexation. What does that mean? It means that they will... So, right now, Mobile County funds... County funds are used in areas like Westmobile. So it's treated sort of the same as like Theodore and stuff like that. Like public funds are still used sometimes to fix roads and stuff, but they get pulled from the county, and obviously the county has more towns in it than just Mobile. So we don't always get, you know, immediately looked at. So the idea was okay, well, let's get official, even though we're still called Mobile, let's become part of Mobile proper. Um, and let the city officially annex this region. Because as our parents will tell you, and we will kind of tell you from when we were kids, there wasn't as many businesses, it wasn't as populous in that area. It was the, you know, it used to be the outskirts. I mean, when we were living in the last place we lived with mom and dad, there was like, you know, five feet away from our neighborhood, Mobile Police Jurisdiction ends here. Right. Um, But now it's so industrialized and you know there's a fucking Publix all the way out there near the fucking Johnson yeah, intersection and this and that um they're holding the they held the vote on annexation it passed right and I had not seen this billboard that someone had made against annexation I had seen people say say no to annexation and I was always wondering like why though like I'm not gonna take the time. Like I'm, I'm, I'm lazy or whatever you want to call it. I wasn't gonna take the time to like go up to the courthouse and like, not the courthouse, the you know, wherever my voting center was, and you know, vote on that when I had other shit to do. But I didn't understand anyone like being specifically against that because basically it concentrates the funds, you know. So now, oh, it's a problem within Mobile. Okay, well Mobile will come handle it instead of the county being like, all right, you're fifth on the list after fucking these other cities in the county um somehow annexation uh got tied to the gay agenda don't fucking understand um because you know the circle k at airport and snow i had gone there and uh picked up some snacks right and i'm coming back down the road and to my left right there before you get to the trailwood neighborhoods and stuff is one of the funniest fucking things I've ever goddamn seen. Okay. It is a billboard of the Mobile Cannon with the Progress flag paint on it. Because I think they did that during Pride. And it's literally just a picture of that, and then it says, Our values are under attack. And then, like, in smaller letters under that said, Vote no on annexation. I was like, A, it already went through. B, that's fucking hilarious. I don't know what we did. <laughs> C, what the fuck does that mean? Oh, no, don't 
don't let us get annexed by the city of Mobile because the city of Mobile is them downtowners that paint the cannon gay. We'll be gay. We're under attack. Bro, they just want to fix the fucking roads. You know what they're doing outside of my fucking neighborhood? What? Immediately, they're fixing the roads. I mean, it was annoying to have to go through, but like that, um, like that area of old government near where I live, all yeah. the fucking potholes and shit... There were, like, 12 fucking trucks out there today really? blocking traffic, sort of, down that... Because it's not a lot of traffic on that road and filling in fucking potholes and shit. Apparently, that's going to make us gay. I, something about filling in a hole, I don't fucking know. But that was the funniest shit I ever fucking saw. And I also don't know how it's legal. Because that seems to be pretty fucking obvious, like, hate speech, right? And, like, politicians are allowed to, like... Say that shit, right? Trump says if he becomes president again, he's going to end this transgender madness. What the fuck does that mean? You're going to be sending the fucking police to people's house to arrest them? You got, you know, Ron DeSantis over in Florida basically trying to make being transgender illegal, which is fucking insane. I don't know how this shit's legal, but they found a loophole and they put out a billboard about how we're all going to get shot with a gay cannon if we let uh, the city of Mobile officially annex us. I have nothing to say. I think... You ever see... Like... I used to think that... My gender identity could best be visualized... With a package of... Mother's... Frosted animal cookies. Uh Uh-huh. The pink and white with the little non-pareils on them. I'm just explaining to you in case they were like... Mother's... You mean like your mom? No, no. Brand mother's. Those things. But now... I'm officially identifying with the... Gay cannon. Yes, the gay cannon. All right. (laughs) All right, so... uh, (laughs) I officially annexed your uh, life update. Oh, that was my last (laughs) point. I was just kidding. I was just like, this is something that happened to me, this is something I'm doing, this is something that's going on in my relationship, and I saw a gay cannon billboard. I'm going to get you a gay cannon shirt. I am the gay cannon. Oh, that would be good merch, huh? Yeah. I don't know if our own city could sue us. Hey, we did that. They can't, because yeah. that, I mean, that design, that specific, the progress design is like a open yeah. thing. Well, they've changed it now to where nobody can paint on it. On the cannon? From what I understand, because of all the... I thought that was a city project. They, they painted it, the pride, and then somebody came back and painted it all black. Right after they painted it. But like not a city employee, just someone that was mad. Yeah. And then they painted it again. Imagine being mad. Why are you fucking mad? mad? It's ridiculous. So you've got a couple little things for me today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a a couple activities. Um, One, I think, uh, is going to involve me reading off a list of things, engaging your reaction to them. And then the other one is going to be something we're going to do together. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Madison. Yes, sir. You've um, you've been downtown a lot. I have. You have a lot of stories about encounters with people. I do. You have a lot of interesting stories about encounters with men. So many. Um. Any any pickup lines you've ever been hit with that you're just like, what the fuck did you just say to me? 
I, I've described this one before. I've, I've explained this one before, and it will never, ever work. I don't know why people say it. The one where somebody goes, you look so, you look just like my ex is a pickup line for some of these fools out here. And it's like, and you've said it before, it's like, no, it's like, I still love her. She just doesn't want to be with me. Oh, she broke, oh, that was, yeah, that must have been like a. It was forever ago. Yeah, now that you say that, I remember, I think I said that on an episode. Yeah, you did. And, (laughs) no, like, don't fucking say, you look just like my ex. Like, where are you from? You look just like my ex. That was probably episode two or three whenever you were talking about the guy that was fingering your cigarette pack. Yeah, and then the other one is, like, it, it mostly when somebody, like, says something to you that, uh, this pickup line is more from somebody that you've already known or you've already been with. Okay. When they send you a song, but they don't give any context, they just want you to read between the fucking lines. Mm. It's like, either man the fuck up, like it's always, to me it's always like man the fuck up. It's it's like texting someone a Spotify link, the pickup line? I mean, Alexander would just be like, Sending a song in general from YouTube or anything like that, when it's just like this like, read between like y'all aren't together anymore or mm. y'all y'all don't talk like that anymore or whatever and then they send you like a song and it's obviously meant to be like read between the lines oh i've never oh okay so i was thinking about it from the point of view of a married person no. who were just like hey you know my spotify shuffled the you know playlist i was listening to and this and song oh this I song came on reminds me of you no yeah it's like a... Have you heard this before? Right. It seems like you would like it. Yeah. No. That's how I was thinking. You're, you're thinking about, like, someone trying to crawl back into your life by yeah. sending you fucking I Won't Give Up by Jason Raz or yeah, some shit. Yeah, that kind of shit. <laughs> Get the fuck out that of here. That kind of shit. <laughs> yeah. I still have our, uh, our photo booth pictures from the mall. Right, that kind oh. of shit. I never took them out of Look what mirror. I found the other day. Yeah. That kind of shit. You look so happy. But really, we're smiling lines, for a photo. I don't get that many pickup lines. I guess like something that a lot of people say now is like, "How old are you?" Man, what or, the fuck? And then the other one is like, people often refer to like my eyes. I guess it's good to ask someone. They ask me if of. I'm. They ask me what I am. As far as my ethnicity. Immediately, they they. they I've had it before. That? They've done it before. Like, what are you? And I'm like, what do you mean? Because I'm just, like, a white girl. <laughs> like, so when they say that, the initial thought in my head is not about my race. Because I'm just, like, this plain-ass white bread. You're like, how, how could you tell I was bi? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> exactly, that's what I think about. Like, or I'm, I'm a, I'm, like, I'm a Capricorn, or, like, I'm a musician, whatever it might be. Yeah. But then they're like, no, like, what what ethnicity or what race are you? It's like, oh. <laughs> it's always, what are you? Like, it's a species. Like, I'm a female. Like, what, I'm, I'm an iguana. I'm a white woman. And then they're just like, you're just white? And I'm like, yep, I'm just a white person. I'm just tall. I'm just tall. I've got bushy eyebrows. I've got thick brown hair. Anytime people think you're Samoan, it's like, that is based off such a 
such a ridiculous stereotype of Samoans that they're all just like fat with long faces. Partially Samoan, but I've actually had somebody that was from Fiji tell me that. Okay. So they're like they they've known people. Okay. Um. Like, I'm sure some people look like that, but I think most people think like, oh, Samoan means that you look like the guy from fucking Moana I think or Samoa always, Joe. There's always an idea that I am half white, but that I could be half Hispanic. I've gotten Lebanese now, half Lebanese. I've really? gotten um, Samoan. Uh, even if I was like like a an eighth African American, like wow. All I guess I could stuff. see it with the darker eyes. I don't, I'm I'm really not sure like what it is though. The shape of Because I mean body. I'm gonna start getting into like you know, uh, phenotypes and race science if I really try to break right. it down and that stuff is like pseudoscience anyway. So yeah. it's just people see you. I mean and they think yeah, of things. like my friend at work, she always says I have an underglow, which just means like it seems like there's more than just a white person. And That's she what says, that means? She says the same thing about dad. I've shown her pictures of dad, and she's like, we learned a new your secret dad code is word? not just white. And I'm like, he seems... Th- both both his parents, though, look like they're just white people. That's the weirdest thing. I mean, he had an afro in the fucking 70s Yeah, every, but I put a picture That's of him it. with an afro online, and everybody like started saying, like, he looks like Drake. Like, I'm talking about multiple people got on that post... And then tagged other people. Like, is this Drake's daddy? Drake looks like him, if anything. That was 1981, motherfucker. The, I don't... And I can't see it, but I guess no. it's in the eyes. Mm, That's what they it. say. Anyway. Because yeah. if dad looks like Drake, that means I look like Drake. And I don't want to look like Drake. Okay. Drake creeps me the fuck out. <laughs> so, I compiled a list. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find anything that was like... 20 pickup lines this or any you know it was all so many 42 104 just like random numbers that aren't usually the way that people itemize fucking lists no 10s no 20s none of that um so i went to womenshealth.com because they had a the 104 and i just gathered 10 um, I'm going to read them out to you, and I want you to tell me, like, if they'd work on you or what your reaction to them would be, if you would say something back, just, like, what would go through your head and what would come out of your mouth in response, if anything, to to this situation. Okay. All right. So just imagine some dude walking up to you in the bar, on the sidewalk, when you're smoking a cigarette. Um, he could be homeless or not homeless. Just a guy. Right. Let's just say he's not homeless. Not I'm gonna have man. like a certain pers- immediate. He could be most suave motherfucker ever, but you go no. Yeah. No house. Sorry. <laughs> no house. No pussy. Sorry. Yeah. Damn. I know. I feel bad. Damn. That's the way I I was born. I was born this way. <laughs> sorry. Jesus. I'm so sorry. All right. So. Also, no, well, the other thing I want you to do when I read these off, I just thought of something cool. If you, if you want, if you think you, if you think you can uh, get the creative juices flowing, as I read this, because I think you have like a picture mind like I do. You want me to tell you what kind of guy? What does he look like? Okay. What's he wearing? What, what's his name? I can do that. All right, so the first one I got is, do you have a name or can I just call you mine? Oh, God. I've never met you before. 
Ew. This guy's like suspiciously skinny to be coming up to me like that. Oh, okay. And he like so you're like, what's up? Like, are you a weeaboo or? Oh, I hate your face. Yeah, are you that kind of guy. Guy from Grandma's um, Boy. His name's like Chandler or Jackson, something like that. You're fucking weird. That shit was so great. Yeah. And he's, you know. He's fucking He's weird. not unattractive. He seems like he might be a little bit shaky or very, like, cold temperature-wise, not, like, heart-wise. And, um... Listens to Breaking Benjamin. And and you know what I would say back to him? I would say, what kind of fucking stupid question is it for you to ask me if I have a goddamn name? <laughs> <laughs> I must have a name. No, I'm nameless. I'm nameless Joe over here. Yeah. Do you have a name or can I just call you mine? Yes, I have a fucking name. No one ever came and bought me out of the uh, U-Haul box in front of the airport. All the other, all the other, I just got, got sold. I, I just, never got named. Uh, uh, eventually, I got old enough and I got up on my own two feet and I started walking, babe. And I said, you know what? I'm independent. I don't need a fucking. I don't name. need a name because I don't answer to anybody. All right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Chandler. And if if he were to say that to me, I would I would definitely. Does he wear sunglasses inside? But like in a, not in the I think I'm cool way, but in the like duck under your desk way. No. Okay. Okay. He might wear them on his on his head though, like up here. Grease back there. And hair. he does have a good job. Like he does have a good job, but it's just like the, the nature of his nerdiness is too much. And that's why he is, you know. Telling me that, you know, he's never had a real girlfriend before and shit. Never had a real girlfriend but wants to immediately call you... His. His. It's because he, he's ready, man. He's been ready. M'lady. Yeah, that's mm. what he would call me. He's ready. <laughs> he's ready. I got a machete. Stay the <laughs> fuck away from me. Freddy. Alright, next. I seem to have lost my phone number. Can I have yours? Why the fuck would you need my phone number to find yours? That's what I would say. You've lost your own phone number. So you want mine. For what reason? You so just, I can find your phone number in my phone? You would just immediately call out the flawed logic. And yeah, this, and that this one's statement. just so stupid. I seem to have lost my own phone number. Do you mind if I have you? No, I'm using mine. That's my number. What are you trying to do? You can't just borrow my fucking number. Knowing you, I could imagine that, like, your response to that still leading to, like, a 30-minute sit-down at the bar and, like, a All of maybe these a follow-up. All of these would only... Like, you'd be like, that's okay. fucking stupid, and he's like, yeah, no, right? And then y'all just, like, yeah, sit down Yeah, no, fucking... because that's who I am. Yeah. I will still entertain the idea, but I will let you know you're fucking goofy for that. Yeah. This guy, say it to me again. I seem to have lost my phone number. Can I have yours? This guy's name is like DJ or like Calvin. And he's just like, he thinks he's so fucking cool. Like he kind of comes across as like, like I've seen him at the bar before, right? Mm -hmm. But he's like, he usually comes across kind of like, Thuggin' or like he just thinks he's the coolest shit on the planet. Why is he always at this fucking bar? 
and he's got his same friends, but like he can never get a girl. Like he's never going home with anybody. And you can tell like right away that he's just like putting off this energy that like this isn't actually him. But if you got into a relationship with him, he'd still play this whole like um this cool fucking guy card. Yeah. And it just wouldn't work out because he's he I don't cry I'm a man and I don't sing girl songs and th- those kind of things. Yeah. And so that's Calvin, that's DJ. Yeah, some people try way too hard to not he's be themselves. He's too short also. He's shorter than me, but he's trying to act like he's the man in the situation. Mm. Boy, I don't know you. I do not know you. For some reason, I imagine, like, a, a sort of chubby dude and, like, a pink polo and, like, blonde hair. Yeah. I don't know why. But not what I Like I'm a thinking. square shit. Like a George Costanza shape, but, like, sporty George Costanza. Like the kids that were, like, the type of fat dudes that were just, at, like, before the threshold where they would get made fun of by the They were, like, on the football the team. School. Yeah. And they were like, for whatever reason, they were cool. Or in some kind of sport or something, or just like, were intimidating, or like were in the hooligan, like Hornet hooligans, right. or whatever it was, to where it was like, aren't y'all the group of people that usually like bullies Fatties. fat people and shit? But like, hey, he's a fatty, fat, fat. This guy's cool. But I'm not. We're built the same. He's got a dump truck ass just like I do. Yeah. Yeah. But he's got a cool fucking nickname. But he can fit his shit into some Sperry's and a fucking polo from Hollister, so I guess. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I know the type. All right. He's definitely got, like, a name like Brody or Tyler. All right, we got... Eight more. Yep. I didn't remember collecting this one, but I think it's just because I highlighted the first five and put them to the list and then found five of my own. So this one just kind of was in the middle and I didn't know about it. You're so fine, you made me forget my pickup line. And you would say, did you mean for that to run? Probably in response. No. What would you say? So I would say, I would just giggle. I would like, g- did you actually have one, or was that the no, no, pickup no. line? No, I would just giggle. You would just giggle. Oh, shit, you like this. I would giggle, and I would be like, why are you yes. so goofy? Oh. And then we would, you know, then he'd start talking, and then I would just be shy. You'd be shy. The way you were talking, I thought you were about to, like, give him the gawk in front of everybody. That one's okay. You're so funny, man. Forget my pickup line. I'm, I'd be like, all right, you're human. Like, I was walking up to you like I like was going to you realize how that. stupid pickup lines are that you kind of put a twist on this one. You made it meta. I got it. I, I was Let's so talk. intimidated by your beauty that I forgot this stupid little charade I was going to yeah. play for you. So I'll, I'll give him the chance without mm-hmm. shitting on him immediately. Uh, this, this guy's name is like... This is Kevin. And I... I uh, Kevin. Kevin. And he seems like he might be like a little bit out of my league, but for whatever reason, he's like cool. And I've been thinking he was cute, but I also know my place in the world because I got a fucked up brain that be thinking that's a thing. And your place in the world is at the top these days, bro. You think so? Yeah. Um, I don't know about that, but, um... My fucking 
big lady supremacy <laughs> this last like okay, yeah, six Kevin, years. Kevin, uh, Kevin comes up to me and says, you're so fine that made me forget my pickup line. And then, we, you know, we just talk. <laughs> Kevin, if he's not white, if he's white, um, his name is... Hey, wait, there's people named Kevin that aren't white? Yeah, plenty. What? Yep. I went to school with a guy named Kevin J. I won't say his full last name. Kevin James. Yeah. No. No, he's white. I can't think of a fucking single. I'm trying to think if he's if he's white. If you're so fine, you made me forget my pickup line. His name's like Jason, and I'm not as excited about it because Jason definitely voted for Donald Trump, and I'm like fuck. Get out of here, Jace. I know you. You you came in that loud ass pickup truck. His name is Jason. You would just know that who he is. No, it for. would be because of the way he looks. Like he, he. Uh, I'm stereotyping people right now, but he um he'd be like tall enough, but he's like wearing all like 2007 Chris Daughtry fashion, like you know the cross affliction t-shirts. Yeah, affliction t-shirts and like the bedazzled ass jeans with crosses on them, and like he's he's like real buff, and you're just like, why are you talking to me? I'm fat, and I've never been. That's all these dudes named Chris, like Chris Daughtry, Chris Angel. Got like a nose on him that I'm not appreciative of, and like he just seems like he either loves loves. Our country, <laughs> sorry, he loves like the military and the government, and he loves the, he loves the police department so much that he's got like the hat on for, uh, back the blue, and all that stuff. Or, you should, yeah, he you're, was in the yeah. military. Or he is in the military and he's just in for the weekend. It's that kind of guy. Mm. Okay, I'm going to move on to the next one. You're going to love this. Because they, they'd catch you with this one. They would get you with this one. Because okay. you, you would think they were actually starting a conversation and they'd fucking hit you. And then it might still take you a second. And you go, oh, my dumb ass. And then y'all would end up fucking talking for the rest of the go night. Go ahead. Stop, stop answering for me. Sorry. Did we go to school together? I could swear we had chemistry. I'd be like, boy, what the fuck? I'd be like, fuck off. <laughs> and we. You would tell him to fuck off. I'd giggle because of how stupid it was, but not be not because I was smitten with it at all. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, you're so fucking stupid. And I'd be as like masculine as possible by no, accident. Because I, I can't help myself but to just be as real as I possibly can in most situations. Mm. So I I just come across as myself, yeah. which happens to be this like, very like. What would you call it? Assertive? Gender neutral human that just kind of like... I don't know. I've been being called feminine recently by a few people. Like, you you are feminine. You do have feminine nature to you. And I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, like the way that you like talk and like... the Yeah, they're like, no, you're totally feminine. Like, you're all woman. And I'm like, what? I had no idea about this about myself. This is like my friends and everybody. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, it's just all like, this, Just yeah. like I got told I have a big personality. Yeah. I was like, what? No, I'm shy. 
I'm a little shy girl. <laughs> Apparently, I'm feminine and I have a big personality. Never fucking knew it about myself. Damn. I know. Crazy. So what? Uh, so so it says because we had chemistry. His name's like Daryl. Daryl. And he's way too fucking old to be saying that to me. So like, no, we didn't go to school together. Were you my fucking teacher? <laughs> Were you the janitor? You're 45 years fucking old. Like, get the fuck out of my face. 45? <laughs> Daryl. Just, yeah. And That's it, only it, 16 years older than you. That's a lot, but... It's enough. Daryl... He'd be like a 30-year-old janitor when yeah. you were in fucking high school. Daryl, the 30-year-old janitor that I went to high school with when he worked as the janitor, comes to me and says, Did we go to school together? I could have sworn we had chemistry. Is that like the top level of janitorhood? Because it's never a young person. No, but like... if you're a young janitor, you still got your life ahead of you. It's like the opposite. Oh, so obviously you have to reach such a low fucking point that you're yeah, cleaning that you're an old janitor. school toilets. Okay. Because, <laughs> like, no one ever starts there. Because I guess... You know, the... the... I'm, I'm, I'm saying this as if, like, that's a career ladder that someone wants to climb. It's like, you got to be a janitor here, and then you can be a janitor here, and eventually you get to be a janitor <laughs> at a fucking public high How school. How about the scariest <laughs> janitor of all time? Do you remember? Is she a janitor? Wait, who am I thinking about? Miss Michelle or some shit like that. She was at O'Rourke and she was like German or something. No, I can't remember and that. And she was like this big, tall woman and like her body was built like a... like A just, brick shit house. God damn, like yeah. And she had like this curly red hair and she talked like this, you know, like very like... And she was mean as shit. And her daughter... I feel like you're just like mixing a bunch of people together. And her daughter was on the softball team with me. And I don't know if she had a learning disability or if it was a uh, failure to communicate because of her lack of English. But we both sat on the fucking bench the entire fucking season. And I'm pretty sure she was she had a learning disability. Okay. And we sucked. We both sucked as much as the other one. And her softball outfit was like a typical, like, it was like her mother was like, you will wear, wear the, you know, the traditional, you know, type shit. Where did you say she was from? I don't know how to speak. Now you're doing like a Slavic It's accent. like Russian or Slavic or something. Like, she was one of these, like, very, like, intimidating, blunt voice, like, she was scary as shit, and her teeth didn't help. And they, like, so she had a guttural dialect. Or yeah. Guttural, yeah, okay. So, like, Germanic type yeah. shit. Yeah. Okay. And... She was scary as shit. Anyway, so that was like the one of a, just a couple female janitors that I recall. I don't remember her. When you said the red hair, I was like, Miss Crow? I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's that's Daryl. Daryl could have mm-hmm. sworn that y'all had chemistry. Yeah. And he but said, he I, just, I couldn't. He was just the janitor. What And you know what your response should be? Yeah, we mixed oh, yeah, the mop actually, water together, you fucking loser. Get out of my face. No, actually, your history, and just pull out a gun and shoot him in his head. Nobody flirted with me. <laughs> no, we had history. Shoot him with my gun. My what fart gun. What fucking sound is that? I will never have sex with someone named Daryl. Really? Never in my life. Not even Daryl Hall? No. Not even Hootie? Mm-mm. Is his name Daryl? Daryl. Darius, that's his name. Daryl's are off the table. I'm not. Did someone named Daryl, like, hurt you? No, Daryl just seems like that kind of guy. 
Mm, okay. I don't want to be fucking. <laughs> all right, here we go. So if a guy walked up to you, all right, this, I think on the sidewalk would be even funnier than in a restaurant or a bar here. I say restaurant or bar just because I worked at one that was both. Um, no one's going to walk up to you in a regular deck of the restaurant and start flirting. Like that, you're already supposed to they be might, here on a fucking date. It's happened before. All right, so want a raisin? No? What? How about a date? Want a raisin? Do you want a raisin? No, how about a date? How about a date? Double entendre. I didn't get it at first. I was like, that's just I would literally just start rubbing my fucking eyes. (laughs) Like I am right now. (laughs) And I'd be like, how long did you fucking take to think of that one? Why the fuck would I want one singular raisin, first of all? I've never had a date. I don't think I've ever seen a date in person. I know what just happened to you. <laughs> oh, there you are. I'm going somewhere. <laughs> Still alive. Both of us are. Okay. Jesus. I'm so sorry. Um, there was a. I don't know what kind of bug it's that was. It's a fruit one. fly. Yeah, there was a fruit fly. Uh, got in through the balcony door, I think, and um, I was just sitting here minding my business and breathing like a fucking human being does, and he decided to fucking go into you. Check out my fucking windpipe. Yeah. You want a raisin? How about a fruit fly? Jesus. Yeah, he heard me talking about fruits. And, <laughs> he went down his way. Yeah, he's like, oh, you got some? I said, yeah, I, I, want, I do want a raisin, actually. I would love that. Activated my mucus gland or some shit. Do you like have? Do you want a raisin? No. How about a date? I'm gonna tell you right now. The first three times I read that, I thought he was just randomly saying, "How about go on a date with me?" Like I didn't think about the way those things connected. I thought he was just like, "Oh, you don't want this random piece of food? The How about a night out on the town?" Yeah. What? <laughs> I want you to leave me alone. Yeah. Which this, I still want you to fucking go away, but like, it, it makes sense now, sort of. I think I would just say, mm-mm. You would say no. And they'd be like, what? And I'd be like, go wherever you came from, go back there and think uh, of something I'm allergic. Better. Yeah. Oh, to date, it was just to pick up, no, I'm allergic to you. Yeah, get the fuck and out. And then sneeze in his fucking mouth. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Alright. He's got like a weird name that not many people have. You think so? What yeah. Is that with an R? Like. Reginald. Yeah, like Jackariah. Those kind of like, Jackariah. Jer- yeah. Jericho. Jericho. Chris Jericho. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Where you're just like, oh god, you're fucking weird. Like, and he also like, he wears like the long trench coats. I can't trust anyone on a long trench coat, bro. 
No. I only think of Columbine when I see that shit. I just think of, like, everything or, about our grandma's boy. Or, like, three fucking raccoons stacked on top or, like, of each other. Like, definitely, probably, uh, ha- is on the spectrum. And I don't mean to be rude when I say that. But, like, the way that that pickup line is specifically. Mm. Seems like he would come to me and be like, do you want a raisin? No. Well, how about a date? And he says it like very matter of factly, and like everything is pronounced like very well. And not it. you stereotyping the autism <laughs> voice. I said spectrum. Come on, bro. I said yeah, spectrum. the yeah the autism no, spectrum you disorders. Just, you just stereotyped autism. What the spectrum is? You fucking. The spectrum asshole. doesn't have to be autism anymore. That is what it is. No, the spec. It, ASDs are autism spectrum disorders. I didn't see it. It's the ASD. autism spectrum. I just said that he's on the spectrum. So he has autism. No, the spectrum is much more than autism now. I'm telling you. <laughs> ADHD is on the spectrum now. Mm-mm. There's a lot of symptom overlap, so, like, we're bros. Okay, well, he's on some kind of spectrum, and it's not mine. That's all I gotta say. Damn, so if you're homeless, if you're autistic... I didn't say that autistic people don't have a chance. Homeless people don't have a fucking chance. That's crazy. Homeless autistic people don't have a fucking he chance. He already doesn't have a house. Because no. they're homeless, not because they're autistic. Mm. They might be homeless because they're autistic. Now you're just being cruel. I don't think so. I think they have help. They're fine. They have help. That's why they're, they're living on, on the, the fucking spectrum. street. They're on the street. <laughs> no, what kind not. of help do it's they have? It's not like we're the... Oh, America has a, a problem with the amount of autistic people on the street. I thought I thought you were talking about... We were talking about homeless autistic people. Yeah. But that's not a thing. You said they have help. No, they fucking don't. Yes, they do. They're living... They have high support. They sleep on Remember? stairs outside of a concert hall. All right, let's see. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, Jericho, the autistic homeless guy... Oh, my God. Asked in, a, in a trench coat, apparently. In a trench coat, asked me very analytically... And he's actually actually being very sincere about it. He actually has one raisin and one date in his pocket. Oh, my God. And he's going to give it to me, and then he's going to perform a magic trick. <laughs> oh, God. He's going to turn the raisin into a date and then ask me what hand it's in. He would have to make the raisin bigger... He would like he would have like a pool toy inflator, and just like shove it in the fucking raisin. And obviously, it's not gonna work. But you're just gonna sit there and keep doing it. It just gives me like bowler hat guy vibes. Whatever movie from that Meet was. the Robinsons. Yeah, from Meet the Robinsons, bowler hat guy. I don't think he was written as an autistic character. No, but he. Gives I'll have me, to go back and watch the movie and see if he's coded. It gives me that kind of feeling. Mm. All right. Anyway. All right, Madison, you're not ready for this one. I'm not. So dude walks up to your table. Mm-hmm. You're there with your friends. Maybe, okay. maybe some girlies, all right? All right. Your girly friends. Night out on the town. Girls night out. The guy comes up while you're sitting there and just like does a little finger swirl on your table. Like, oh, just, hey, what's up? Do you believe in love at first sight or should I walk by again? I believe you should walk on out of this Yeah, that's, I, would, I would say go ahead and walk by again and then walk out the fucking door, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm here with my friends. You can walk your high you just figure out of my me. life. I'd be like, who the fuck are you talking to? I like, watched a pickup artist show where, like, this guy was, like, trying to, like, he tried to just start within five seconds. Uh, one of the girls in the group went, 
she like put her hand on her shoulder. She's like, no, really, like stop. Like I, I feel embarrassed for you. You need to go away. I was like, oh my god. That's what you would say to this, this guy. This guy, yeah, I would say, walk by again and then just continue to walk and please leave the the establishment and never come back over here. Leave the vicinity. That it just that's such leave a the tri-state thing. area. That's like God. How fucking conceited do you have to be to say that shit to me? Right. Or do I have to walk by again? Oh, so this is about you. So you inserted yourself into my night out on the town with my girlies. He could just be saying, I'm in love with you. And you made it about you. I fell in love with you at first sight, but you might be but you might a little not... slower. You might need love at second sight. No, no, or... How many times do I got to walk by before you go on a date with unless me? Unless he's saying, do I need to walk by again so I can see you a second time? Mm. And, and continue to tell you that I love you. First but of all, all, I don't fucking yeah. know you. You just told me you love me. Yeah, but as soon as you, as yep. soon as you walked up to me, I <laughs> didn't even hardly get to see what your shadow looked like, and you're telling me, love at first sight, baby. You don't even know how tall I am. I'm sitting here. Yeah. You don't even know what I ordered tonight. You don't know none of my friends' names, and you're in love with me. What if he starts naming them? You get real scared. Like how many? He's like, yeah, yeah. Should I walk by your fucking house again? <laughs> Get the fuck away. <laughs> yeah, no. This guy, do you believe in love at first sight? This Gerald. Is, this is definitely like a Chris. Okay. Or a Neil. Oh, Neil. A okay. Neil. And uh, this guy is always at the TGI Friday's bar. Like, it's real weird. It's like, this is the bar he chooses to go to is the TGI Friday's bar. Mm-hmm. And he always gets the same thing. It's like a Long Island iced tea or the margarita. And he gets that, and he, like, tells everybody they should get it, too. But there's, like, only two other people at this bar. And they're only there because they're waiting on someone to get there so they can have their endless appetizers and then go to a real fucking bar. Yeah. And that's that. He doesn't want other people to know he's an alcoholic. Because if you went to a bar, like, there's regulars that are also alcoholics. If you go to TJ Fridays, people aren't going to TJ Fridays every day of the week. Like the, so the, only the employees know that you're a fucking the degenerate bar, alcoholic. The bartender like looks at him like he's stupid, and and he constantly tries to have a conversation about the sports that are on. Yeah. But like nobody's actually like responding to him. Mm-hmm. And then he comes over to my fucking table and ruins my night by saying some dumb shit like that. Well, you're gonna walk by again because I'm assuming you've broken the seal now. You'll be here all fucking night. So you're just going to keep going past me. Broken the, the seal. So keep on walking. Walk on by. And I'll keep this napkin over my fucking glass. And my crotch, because you're never going to look at me. <laughs> Please leave. You don't even get to see the crotch of my pants. No. That's how much pussy you're not getting. Yeah. Please leave now. You don't even get to know. All right. Um. Oh, Ugh, you're going to love this. Okay. I've said this for all of them, though. Your hand looks lonely. Can I hold it for you? This is literally what I would say. When the fuck did a hand ever look lonely to you? When the fuck did anybody ever look at a hand and go, that looks lonely? I would say... That's weird. I thought you were a member of the He-Man Woman Haters Club. Not Why the, the fuck are you Adams hitting on me? family, you fucking loser. You Get fucking little here. rascal. <laughs> you little rascal. Goddamn eight-year-old. Your hand looks lonely. 
Can I hold it for you? No. It's some like, I got you a cheeseburger, but I eat it type shit. I don't want that. It sends you the cat memes. That's, that dude's word name spelled is incorrectly. James. That guy's name is James, and he's battling with his sexuality at the moment. So he's just like, I have to hit on women. I yeah. have to hit on women. I cannot like men. And then he just sucks at hitting on women. And like he always talks about how like people think that his voice is very effeminate. And that it like really pisses him off because he's not like he's all want like he loves women, like it's only one it's only vaginas and that's all he talks about all night is how he's just like so straight. Yeah, uh, yeah, man, I was totally inside of a vagina last weekend. Yeah, you know, like, I fucking love women. Like he just but you know when you, you know when you go inside the vagina and, it, and it's it's kind of when it makes that sound like you put your finger in the uh, in flarp. And everyone's like, no, I don't. What the fuck is Flarp? What is that? Because <laughs> like, only a select few people remember what Flarp is. Flarp. It's like 45-year-olds just looking at each other like... 45-year-olds. <laughs> 40 of them. <laughs> They're like, slime? Like butter slime? Jesus. Anyway, yeah, that's James. The effeminate... Um, Straight man. Spicy straight. He would say some shit that would just like immediately give him away. Like, yeah, I was I was licking her clit and her asshole at the same time. And like, that's you weren't. <laughs> no, you weren't. No, you weren't. What do you have? Two tongues? <laughs> I would like. Stick would that ever fucking work in any way at all? Um. <laughs> all right. Which one are we on? We're on number eight. Okay. I believe in following my dreams. Can I have your Instagram? I would... Uh, initially, I would think that was just two different thoughts. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, I'm more on Facebook than I am Instagram, though. Like, oh, you must have saw me perform. Like, you think... You're glad that I follow yeah. my dreams. Yeah. And you want to follow my music. He's like... And then it would take No, I'm second. trying to fucking... Yeah, and then I'd Have realize, sex. and I'd be like, oh, okay, well, the fact that you're on Instagram, like... Asking the, for someone's Instagram? Like, do you not have a Facebook? Like, I'm that old. Like, I would rather you add me on Facebook. Like, uh, this guy's younger than me. Okay. He's really? Kind of, yeah. He's like... He's kind of chubby. This is the first kind of chubby guy. Okay. Um, he's cute. He's my type. But he talks a lot about, like, Mr. Beast and Dragon Ball Z. Mm. And he's probably, like, he's probably, like, your age, like, between... Mr. 20... Beast and Dragon Ball Z are, like, way more far apart concepts than, yeah, you, than, than you think. No, I know. This. Okay. I know, I think because, like, like, you hate anime and you don't really get into that side of YouTube much. So I thought you were just, like, throwing them together. But... No, I'm just seeing that as, like, the dude bro type shit. Oh. Like, doesn't ever see anything wrong with what anything Mr. Beast does and, like, associates, like, oh, yeah, man, I'm totally Vegeta in yeah, real life when I right. go to work. No, you're not. Right. And you probably shouldn't be Vegeta. What the fuck? Right. Exactly. <laughs> but he's cute enough. It's just, like, we're probably not going to vibe. And he's younger than me, and I just don't really do that. Mm. And... Have I already given him a name? 
No, you just said he's a fatty. He's got he's got that name. He's got that like hmm, like Bryant or Jameson. Jameson, okay. Yeah. And that's Jameson. Is your name Google? Because you're everything I've been searching for. That is so, like, lame. That's, that's something I feel like I've heard before, but not like, it's, it was like me looking up, uh, punchlines. <laughs> I'll fucking pick up lines. That is a punchline. I would punch somebody for that. <laughs> but, um. Did you just ask me if my name was fucking Google? Yeah. Why would my name be... Whose name is fucking Google? Also, Half where, of these I would literally Where do you ask search me. for Google? Yeah. On Google, you fucking idiot? Because I've been searching you Google for Google. you. I've been searching for you. Are you a fucking creep? Yeah, you go on that like... Remember that ad used to pop up whenever you were just trying to play like addictinggames.com or some shit? And it would be like the lady with like the big fucking frizzy hair and stuff like that. And it would look like a yearbook from like 1978. It's like... Find out what's going on with them now. Yeah. Fucking. I'm like, I'm nine. This is like. I'm playing Bloons Tower Defense. I don't know this lady. Are you Google? This guy's like 10 years older than me. So this guy's like, well, he's anywhere between 35 and 39. Okay. Because I've been searching for you. And he makes Google jokes. And he's like stupid drunk. Mm. He's so sloshed already. And he comes over to me after I've already watched him hit on, like, three other girls that night. Oh, man. And, like, I'm that last resort. So I'm already feeling like the, wow, I guess I'm just a fucking dumpster over here. (laughs) Right? You're just going to come over here after you've been... You're literally, like, standing right in front of the back door like you were the last fucking yeah. possible human he could have yeah. come to contact with. Red Rover? What the fuck? <laughs> Don't come over. That's how I feel. Didn't you walk by me three times hitting on other fucking women? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. I one saw time, you. One time you pushed me out of the way. You called me. Get out. You said, get out of the way, fatty. <laughs> and now you're here. Did you forget? Let me, let me buy you a drink. No. Let me buy you a cab. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> let me push you in front of a cab. This guy, his name is, did I already say it's like John or. Chuck. Some, yeah, Chuck. Chuck's a good one. Chuck, alright. Chuck, and he's 35 to 39, and he's sloshed, and he really just, he's, he... Wears curved brim hats. He wants to be a hopeless romantic, but he thinks too much with his dick. And he's not really... So he's just a sex addict. Yeah, and he's like not unattractive. But, like, his mustache is not helping him out at all. And he makes poor life choices in public a little yeah. too much for you right. to associate yourself with him. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, last one. This is number 10? Number 10. I think this is... This might be my favorite one, actually. Okay. Aren't you tired? Yeah. From running through my mind all day? I'd be like, first of all, I don't run. And then y'all would talk all fucking night at the bar. You're like, I don't, I don't run anywhere. I'd say, well, actually, let's sit down say, at the first, bar. You buy me a drink. First of all, I don't run. I hope you don't mind. And I wink at him. No, I wouldn't do that. 
I spend a lot more time off my feet. I'd be like, uh. I'd be like, I'd be like, okay, you know, you could have just come over and said hello. Like, you just kind of ruined it for yourself. And then he'd be like, what? I ruined it for myself? I'd be like, yeah, you just sit down. Let's talk for a second. And, uh. All ten of these guys get a chance from you, apparently. Except for Daryl, for some Darryl reason. Daryl can get the fuck out. But nine out of ten of these pickup lines would get you some, even if you hated them. No, not raisin. Not raisin dates. Oh, yeah, I forgot you're ableist. Raisin dates is not getting a date or a raisin. Damn. Daryl's not getting a date or a raisin. Okay. Uh, Lonely Hand is not getting a date or a raisin. Lonely Hand sounds like he's like a fucking actual child. Yeah, 45 year olds like, came up with this book. Are you sure you're not a three fucking fourth graders in a, in a trench coat? coat? Yeah. And platform boots trying to speak to me right now? Um, I feel like if I pushed you on your shoulder, only the top third of you would fall to the fucking ground. This guy, <laughs> this guy is, is literally Tyler, the creator. Are you tired? You think? I'm running through my mind all day. Pretty sure Tyler Creator's gay, but... I thought he was bi. Maybe, probably. Pro- uh, Tyler Creator sounds like he would just walk up to you and be like, Wanna fuck? <laughs> 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 Not what you sound like. But that's the funniest impression of him ever. That's exactly what he sounds like. Wanna fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so this guy... This guy is, like, around my age, but, like, he gives off... He doesn't really have any money, Mm. but he gives off like he does, and he acts like he's got money. Okay. And so it's kind of a turn-off, because... Not that he doesn't have it. Because he doesn't have money. No, not that he doesn't have it, but he's, like, a faker. That's why he's a turn-off. Oh. Um, Hard Rock Nick. Yeah. Whatever (laughs) that fucking is. I sent you a video of him. You should watch it. it it's like, um, it's like, um, Zach Galifianakis in The Hangover. It would be like him coming up to me. Did he act like he was rich or? No, he just acted like he had something figured out when he just lived at home with his parents and he was kind of an asshole. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That kind mm-hmm. of, that kind of vibe. Where you're just like the fuck out of here you know you think differently than other people because you're wrong right that's what that is that's what that different thought is you're not you don't like have a leg up <laughs> in the world classic <laughs> fucking crazy um but yeah that's what that's what that that guy's name is Seth Seth Rogen no it's cause of the laugh this guy's name is Seth or oh. Zach alright and that's it Seth Zach Seth Zach running through my mind all day Kind of like that one. That was a uh, Frank Ocean song. Tyler the Creator said, said Boy, you've been I wonder if mind you look twice before you run across my mind or something like that. Oh. Frank Ocean turned it into a Forrest Gump reference. Yeah, I don't love that song. You don't? No, it's ableist. What? It's about running. Oh, it's ableist against people that can't run? Yeah. Madison? Yes. You are now my captive audience. Okay. And you will now be a captive fucking table reader.
because I'm sick to goddamn death of you and Alexandra avoiding this shit. You want to know why? Why? Because we were having a funny fucking conversation a couple weeks ago, and I let myself, instead of doing some other shit I should have been fucking doing, I got lost in my notes. I My phone did that thing where it freezes and resets so many times. I had to move over to the iPad to finish this shit with the fucking wireless keyboard. It took me three fucking hours to type this shit up. It only lasts like five minutes, though. It took me a long-ass time because I was putting work in. I sent it to y'all, got no response. And I don't then even remember this. I started fucking replying to it like days later being like, oh, no one wants to fucking say anything about that. And then the other day, I sent it directly to you. I was like, I know Alexandra hasn't read this shit. Have you read this shit yet? So now that we're both here, we're going to read this shit. Okay. So you got to get your phone out. I don't even know what you're talking about. For context. For context, Michael likes to text at the most inconvenient times for me. Like, when I'm getting up to go to work in the morning, you are sending me shit as if it's 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Okay, it was like 8.30 at night, and all three of us were very busy in the group chat. And then I sent that, and it was the only thing that nobody fucking responded to. Because they said, that's too many fucking words right now. And neither one of them sent it to me. Um, it has a, it has one of those little arrows on it. I remember asking, hey, did you ever get a chance to read this? I don't even remember that text. That's so fucking crazy, bro. So, for context, while Madison's pulling this up, um, I brought up, uh, in a group chat with her and Alexandra, how we'll just be, you know, giving our updates or whatever, and out of nowhere, Madison will just bring up... It'll be in the middle of a funny story, just a story about a gig or whatever. And all of a sudden, she'll just bring up a fucking, like, crime that happened against her. And then she'll move on with her fucking story like it's no big deal. And I think it was because I sent y'all a photo where someone said, um, I was unconsensually touched at the Toyota-thon sales event in 2004. 12 or some shit like that and I, I sent it to the group chat I was like Madison this is you and so then I ended up sitting my fucking fat ass down something I thought would only take a few minutes I was only gonna send like a quote or something like that and I was like I just kept going and it ended up being a full fucking like latter half of a fucking weekly update manuscript that you would go on so don't read all of it yet I can't find it. Oh, shit. Just fucking send it to me again. I don't know why you made me scroll back this far when you know you send a thousand fucking text messages to me. It's right here. Watch. I'll find it for you. It is. Okay, it's further back than I thought. Hmm. Almost there. This. this so I basically typed up a fucking script to um paint the picture of how these stories go with Madison okay and so you are in the middle of telling me about a trip to Little Caesars okay and all of my lines are in brackets and all of your lines are not in brackets okay so just read this like you're telling this fucking story 
I Do I need to start with the by the way thing? Hmm? Oh, no, that's your... Okay. Yeah, you start with yeah. So Yeah, I'm... so anyway, I uh, got the wings, because honestly, the wings at Little Caesars are better than the pizza. And What kind? Huh? What what kind of wings? Like, what sauce did you get? Uh, BBQ, boy. <laughs> Duh. Uh, what do you think? I'm 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 about to get fucking buffalo. <laughs> I know. Fuck you. Well, I don't know. They could have other flavors. I don't know. I just remember what they had when I when I worked there, and I didn't read the menu. I'm just trying to get my shit and get out of there as quickly as possible. I didn't even want to be there, you know. But <clears throat> and that's the day they decided not to have a window that worked. Just to fuck with you. Uh, yes, obviously they know. Did you get a drink? I'm getting there. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. And you just shit yourself? God damn. Can I tell my story now? Go ahead. So anyway, I got a cherry Pepsi. Literally the next sentence. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they don't have any wings in the warmer. They have to make some. And I'm just like... Oh, that's great. I guess I'll fucking stand here since there's three <laughs> chairs in this bitch. And there's this weird bitch with meth teeth sitting in the corner staring at me. And the other guy is sitting in the chair next to the door. Oh, so the only one is in the middle of them. Yeah, the only one. For my fat ass. And that's math. Ain't And that math ain't mathin'. Them physics ain't physicin'. This physics. This <laughs> physique ain't physicin'. <laughs> This physique ain't physique. <laughs> oh, that's how hard we're laughing? Don't start. Don't finish. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I already made the joke about me being fat, and you want to take the opportunity to test out your improv skills on Not me? the improv skills. Yeah, that's the thing, by the way. Which one of us took drama all throughout high school? Hey, I was in a play. Oh, a play? Script. <laughs> also... Is that what the fuck I said? Well, you said high school drama. Maybe you forgot. Forgot about when you were the Grinch and almost got kicked out before I emailed the drama teacher? No. But this still isn't drama class, which is what I was talking about, or improv, which is the (laughs) other thing I was talking about. So shut the fuck up. Can I please tell my story? You sound like when Mac wouldn't let Charlie have a chip. Like, just let me eat my goddamn chips. Oh, fat? No, dude, the way you were talking. Yeah, like a fat ass eating a <laughs> giant fucking bag of chips and doesn't want to share one. Thanks. Whatever, motherfucker. Just tell your story. I'm trying. <laughs> so, I can't figure out where to stand without either blocking the door or looking like I'm waiting to order or some shit. So, someone can come in and just stand behind me and I gotta explain to them, no, I'm not ordering. I'm just large and in charge Marge and I don't want this chick staring at the fucking side of my head like she thinks I'm trying to steal her meth. Do I look like I smoke meth? So you can keep making the fat jokes, but I can't. Yeah, that's uh, always been a thing. I'm the fat one and I get to make the fat jokes. I'm fat now too. Okay, but you're not me. (laughs) Make some fat jokes about yourself while you still can with with your losing 25 pounds of face ass. I don't need your help making fun of myself. Gotcha. So I stand towards the other side of the counter, kind of between the counter and the drink cooler, uh, which is as out of the way as I can be. 
sorry, but mm, my fault the store is tiny. Not my fault the store is tiny. Uh, maybe y'all need to make a big Caesars. <laughs> I don't know how many times I have to tell you I have neighbors. I'm sorry, maybe you shouldn't be so funny. So yeah, the wings are taking forever. They only have two people back there. And the one guy has to keep going back and forth between make line and taking orders while they got this little girl on cut table that looks like she's just got hired for a summer job or some shit. And she keeps leaving to go back to the sink because she's got to wash dishes. That's what I've seen all summer. They keep picking like the worst training shows for these kids. And also kids, like just be kids. Enjoy summer while you still can. Just have a childhood. Why do you have a fucking job? Dude, I don't know. Why are you interrupting me again? I was just adding to the story, bro. I was agreeing with you. And giving some fucking PSA. Oh, so sorry. I'm against child labor. <laughs> You're about to be against my last nerve if you don't let me finish this story. Go ahead. So, by this point, some other chick has come in and ordered like three or four pepperoni and sausage. Anyway, she's just gotten... No problem standing right up on top of the cash register while she's waiting, except when Meth Girl gets up to get her food when it's ready, and this bitch just hops over there real quick and plops down. Oh, no. Yeah, just plops a fucking squat. (laughs) (laughs) So plopped. (laughs) And then looks right at me. Like, okay, bitch, take the meth chair, but damn. I get to go back to my house and be alone in the quiet eating in the quiet eating these wings by myself and you're apparently going home to feed a football team or some shit. <laughs> Enjoy that. Meanwhile, something I'm not enjoying, my wings taking forever to come out so I can blow this fucking popsicle stand and go eat and work on this art I gotta do for someone. So I peek around at the kitchen and the wings are sitting at the end of the oven. Oh fuck. Thank God they got a stopper on the thing where it comes out so my food didn't hit the floor while homegirl is shoulder deep in the three compartment sink back there. Pretty sure I saw her feet leave the floor. (laughs) Also, old dude is still waiting for his shit too. Not sure where that is, but fuck him. I don't have time to care about that. I'm just staring (laughs) at my wings sitting at the end of that oven getting cold and the other guy is still putting together these sausage pizzas sausage and pepperoni yeah but uh don't fucking correct me oh my bad so he puts the pizzas (laughs) in the oven then he looks back and sees old girl's feet sticking up out of the sink and decides to go (laughs) around and check the other side of the oven where lo and behold my wings that I ordered 20 fucking minutes ago are waiting to be rescued and delivered to me doesn't sound like much of a rescue. It is. They're honored, actually. The wings? Yes, they're honored to be eaten by me. I'm a legend in these parts. You didn't even work at this little Caesars. Yeah, that's how much of a legend I am. So anyway, he gets them off the tray and boxes them up, and I almost walked out of there with naked wings because I know my bitch ass wasn't about to send him back there to sauce them for me. But thankfully, he remembered So he opens the box back up and douses my shit, then shakes it like some Yahtzee dice and brings it back to me. And at this point, I'm I'm almost more excited to leave this place than I am to eat these wings, especially since they aren't even hot anymore. Yeah, I gotta go home and microwave them now. Exactly. And they're wrapped in foil, so that was a whole fucking thing. Damn. 
So as I'm walking towards the door to leave, the old man stands up and opens the door for me and I'm confused. Like, I'm pretty sure my thank you sounded more like a question. I was like, thanks? The way you said that makes me think of the Fun Rangers. <laughs> I forgot to mention I asked for some b- b- a b- bologna s- salad with my wings, but the guy said, no fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm confused is because like why is he opening the door for me I just have a box of wings I can open the door all by myself what about your drink I'm gonna kill you I'm <laughs> sorry sorry go on so I'm wondering is he opening the door for me because I'm a woman but he didn't feel like giving up his seat to this woman while I was standing there for 20 minutes I guess because there was another chair open and he didn't really think about it like that I don't know I'm I'm already I've already been established it's already been established that I'm an uh, oh my god I'm gonna overthink some shit that's our thing and I'm still not used to being looked at like a woman who should have the door like open for me and stuff I guess but I'm thinking maybe it wasn't even cause I'm a girl maybe he's just trying to be nice except he wasn't because right after I passed by him he drops his knees and takes the biggest sniff of my ass anyone <laughs> ever took. Taken. Tooken? I don't fucking know. Excuse me? Is what I should should have said <laughs> and farted in his mouth. But I figured he'd eat that right up. Literally. But both simultaneously, literally. Sorry. <laughs> I did not understand. <laughs> literally. My bad. Well, at least he didn't do the people pleaser thing, I guess. Yeah, I didn't please myself either, because I had to go back inside and get my drink out of the fucking cooler. And the whole time, the Little Miss Muff- Muffet is uh is sat on her tuffet in the <laughs> corner chair, giving me the stink eye like she's wondering whether or not she needs to tell on me for stealing the two liter that I paid for. If she did, she would have been embarrassed, though. That would have been funny. Yeah, I guess. But anyway, that's my weekly update. I know it's not much, but I do have a really juicy what happens next planned. Like uh, like I said, do you have any news or stories for me this week? That's funny. You got a lot of the shit that I would say so accurate, so hilarious. Thank you. Like the fucking... <laughs> the physique ain't physique and it's so fucking <laughs> stupid. Oh my god, it's hard to read though. I'm not very good at reading. But as soon as I would laugh too hard, you'd be like, alright, motherfucker. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> That's funny. Thank you. I was literally just like hearing your voice tell this story while I was typing up. I was like, yeah, she'd definitely say some shit like that. We should like, we should start doing that as little segments. Like, this is 15 minutes, like maybe 10 minute segments where you just write a story that's like some random, like one off story. It only lasts about 10 minutes and we go back and forth and it's something like that. It's always something like that. Okay. And it's just a little like folklore Madison and Michael in the world or like a story that I'm coming to you with but one of us has to write for both people yeah you know like that that would be funny for sure all right guys so that was episode one of season three I believe we definitely surpassed three hours this time around I would think we did anyway something like that so maybe maybe just at three hours I'm not sure um, tell us what you think. 
leave us comments, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Yep. Um, and uh, we will talk to you next week, guys. All right. Also, follow Madison's music career on social media. And follow Michael's YouTube career on YouTube yep. and TikTok. All right, guys. Well, we will talk to you next week. Good to be back. Thank uh, you. Bye. Bye. Thank you.